what's up? Welcome to the Cruise Control Podcast. Kid Cruiser, Woody, Eddie. You're listening to the Cruise Control Podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Cruise Control Podcast. I'm your host, Kid Cruiser, and uh, I'm here with a couple good dudes today. The room is full, um, some good vibes today. I got a lot of people I love in the room right now, so I'm pretty ecstatic. Um, of course, as always, we got Eddie and Birdman here. What's going on? What's up? <laughs> How you guys feeling? Doing well. Doing well, doing good. I'm all right. Feeling fine? Masi, man. How you feeling? Being safe? I'm being safe. I haven't really gone anywhere. I saw my parents like twice, but like I just waved and then left. Oh, okay. We've That's been FaceTiming, was... so it's pretty cool. All right. Yeah. And we also got Lee Vuitton in the house as our fact checker today. Thank you for being here, Lee. Fact checker. Fact checker. <laughs> I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Um, shout out to all the day ones. Shout out to all the new listeners. Um, Cruise Control Podcast is available on Spotify and Apple Music or wherever you guys listen to your podcast. Follow us on our socials at Cruise Control Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And, um, you know, thank you guys for being here. Thank you guys for taking a a couple of hours out of your day, out of your quarantine to spend time with us. Uh, we got a really good show for you guys today, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Most deaf. Most deaf. No doubt. So without any further ado, we have our very first guest on the Cruise Control Podcast. And um, this guy, he's a stand-up guy, man. One and only. He's an artist born and bred here in the IE. And not only does he have his own solo career, but he's also been a part of multiple hip-hop groups and is a front man of the band The Brown Mambas. He's very creative and calculated and always makes sure to put out his best work. But he also never shies away from showing his true self and his true emotions in his music. His last two projects, Midnight Off Eucalyptus and And Her Yellow Prom Just, are both available wherever you guys listen to your music on all streaming platforms. So please give it up for my mentor and my compa, Gusto Kaleo. Clap it up. Hey, you need to write a book. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a wordsmith, bro? You definitely a wordsmith. What's up, man? How you doing? Yeah, fucking weird times, bro. Weird times. Oh yeah, for sure. I want to thank you for being here, for real. It's uh, been a. Did you say midnight off eucalyptus? Did I, I say? I think you might have said that, but it's fine. The toe. <laughs> midnight off eucalyptus. Off Sorry. Eucalyptus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right in Rialto. What's borderline Colton? It's oh, legit. Yeah. It's borderline Colton. It is. My um, mail says Colton. It's what it is. <laughs> so as I said, you're from the IE. And when I, when I say that, you really are from the IE. Like, you've lived in pretty much every city. Yeah, yeah, I have, actually. Fontana, Colton, Apple I, Valley. I forgot I told you that. <laughs> Manny. You want to rate the IE cities or what's going on? Uh, we'll do that list? for another time. But, yeah, for sure. It's, it's been Fontana, Colton, Highland, Apple Valley, Banning, uh, back to Colton. Worked in San Bernardino for like 13 years. Big, did you live in Victorville or no? Nah, Shout Apple out Valley. to Dino. Mm, Apple Valley. Valley. Shout Apple out Valley. to Dino. I think I'm the only yeah. person that calls it V-Ville. V-Ville? Oh, man. <laughs> That's not a good name, but it's not a great place, so. Yeah, I seen something. I seen... <laughs> Ouch. That, that, goes your, that goes your up the desert. <laughs> Shut off. Shout out to all my desert people out there. Gut. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. Thank you for being here, man. Um, I really appreciate you for being here. Um, like I said to the listeners, we're going to have a great pod. Um, and you know, let's get into the shits, bro. A lot of music released. Um, 
you know, Gus, feel free to chime in anytime you have an opinion or anything, you know? Let's just, just vibe out with us, you know what I mean? For sure. Like we stated last week, we didn't release a pod, but um, the new P&D album dropped. Let's talk about it. Let's discuss it. Did it reach your guys' expectations, or did you guys expect more? Um, how do you guys feel about it overall? I still like it. I still feel like it goes toe-to-toe with the Weekends album. I know they have like a little rivalry going on. Mm. Uh, I'm more of a P&D kind of guy. I don't know. That's just me. I'm yeah. a little biased. But uh, I felt like it was solid through and through. I feel like you can like, I don't know. I feel like 6 through 10 was like top tier PND. Yeah, it was it was good because me, I've been like constantly stating that PND is kind of overrated. I feel like he hasn't put in work to what like the standard that he's done. Ouch. But with this album, I was I expected less and I was pleasantly surprised because sure. you didn't like P3, right? I did not like P3 at all. I thought it was trash to be quite honest. Yikes. But um I do like this album. There's at least four songs that like I fucking love at like, least at least like touch me another day PGT like I really love those songs deadass like I've, I I follow you on Instagram I don't think that's like no surprise here yeah no I, don't I think mean I'm we should all follow anything. each other on Instagram but like <laughs> we do. all your Instagram posts have been like PND songs or everything you send me at least like PND's playing in the background oh yeah that's what I'm saying like I've been playing this album more than I thought I would okay so yeah, I have been playing it. I've been like, you know, freshening up on it so I can, you know, you know, come in here and talk about it. But yeah, I won't lie, I've been playing it more than I thought I would. So I did I did enjoy it for the most part. All right. yeah. I like this album much more than the weekends album though. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you guys feel about that. What um, said, but I think with the weekends album, I feel as if, you know, he's full pop now and I'm not I'm not against it and you know, to say that how we stated to say that his music is bad is you can't really say that. Um, but to say that it's not your taste, like I'm not gonna debate with anybody on that. He makes you know a mean? lot of flavors. Yeah, he writes. He's a songwriter. He's definitely a songwriter. We talking about weekend? Uh, PND. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you listen to the PND album? No, I've already. So when okay. did it come out? It came out last weekend. Last weekend. Yeah. yeah. I don't really, I don't really listen to to music while I'm working on music. Mm. So the thing is, like, when I'm working on new stuff, I I don't pay attention to what's going on on the outside on the on my outside world. Yeah. Yeah. So like all the new albums, everything that's coming out, everything that's coming out, I really don't, um, I don't really dive into it unless it's like a Lucy. Yeah, then definitely you know, like Lucy. That, like that Drake Lucy, I'll dive into that. Mm-hmm. Or, Did you um, like that Drake Lucy? It, it was a Drake Lucy. Is I, that because that like Lucy. you don't want to be influenced? Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. Because the thing is, I hear something and then I'll think, oh, I could have been on this one, or what would I have done on this track, or or oh, that's you know, I want to do something like that. Do you think like what you could do differently? Or no, yeah, definitely. Okay. I hear yeah. Something like, like what, what? What would I do differently? You know, certain beats. I'm like, oh, that was. I would have done this to that mm-hmm. beat, or and then that would just change my whole direction of where I'm. What I'm actually working on at that time. That's really smart. So like, I just, I, I just, cause it's, you know, I just try to avoid as much as possible to just focus on what it is that I'm creating to give, give out original content. You know, original, not like oh. That sound like the weekend, like oh yeah, I had, mm-hmm. it, I had it on repeat because <laughs> the album just came yeah, out. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So it's like ah uh, yeah, you know. Do you ever fear as like an independent artist and as like a you know a local artist that you create something and you like you said you don't listen to music during the time that it's released while you're working on music. Do you ever fear that you make something and you haven't dropped it yet, but that person, a big artist, say like The Weeknd or a Drake or a P&D, they release something similar to what you were working on. Does it like irk you a little bit? No, 
I mean, cause it's just, it's different. So it's like when I like, it's like, Oh, I did that before. Mm-hmm. Like the thing is something like that, that happened with my boy crisis. He, mm-hmm. he was like phone, wallet, keys, phone, wallet, keys. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, I'm just doing a jingle. And then I think it was like a couple months later, Adam Sandler had that special on Netflix and he was like phone, wallet, keys. And he was like, <laughs> what the fuck? And it's like, <laughs> You know, great minds think alike. Yeah, it or, happens. You know, yeah. it just it happens. It's just it, whoever has the quick shooter to drop it first. You know, I guess. But yeah, it's it true. doesn't hurt me. It's just it's just one of those things. It is what it is. It is what it yeah. is. You know, that makes sense. Universe is gonna keep on turning. You ain't the only one, one yeah. trying to be the only one type. That thing, shit ain't gonna stop. Shout out Drake. Shout out Drake. You know, like come on. But I mean, overall, with the P and D album, going back to that, I'm gonna give it a solid six out of ten. Um, I, I, I was definitely surprised by it. Six out of 10. Yeah. You six and a half. It, you, can't give it, it, you can't give it a passing grade. You can't give it a seven out of 10. I'll give Is it a, six I'll, passing. I'll give, give it a weekend? six and a half. What'd you give the weekends? A up? seven. Really? Yeah. You like the weekends more than? I only really like the weekends because it's, it's poppy and it's catchy. Like I like stuff that so I can like, I, hate, I, hate it I can album. like kind of dance to and Absolutely. I could kind of like sing along to like, yeah, sure. It's basic, but I like it. Yeah, I, you know, I don't. I'm not ashamed of it, but you know, I like it. Yeah. So how did you? So is the Savage Anthem on the PND's album? Is that about Kaylani? Um, it's very possible, Kaylani. But I think that song is crazy because you hear what he's saying. He's saying some shit fucked up is, shit. Like he's, saying he's some crazy shit. He's savage, is so that um, misogynistic mm-hmm. he, womanizer. He definitely is way more misogynistic than The Weeknd was on this past album. Who's like, okay, this is getting off, uh, getting off trails. We all good, man. But uh, who's the most misogynistic rapper, artist in the game right now? Misogynistic right now? rapper? Yeah. Future's number one. But he's oh, yeah, not Future. In, isn't I he in even, a relationship? I just heard he got her pregnant. He got Lori Harvey? Yeah, Lori Harvey's well, preggers. That's not misogynistic. Lee. He has like nine. Can you fact check that? Right, he said right now. He has though. like 20 baby mamas. But right now, he's only he, with the he one. He got a franchise for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, no, he, yeah. he got a squad. He got a franchise of kids. <laughs> he got kid, bench players now. Like, he got the starting lineup and bench players. Well, then, yeah. Future Good number one. But. Oh, no doubt. He got a whole NFL team now for sure. Um, but I would say Future for sure, um, just right off the bat, because he kind of feeds into it. And I think all the memes just kind of like, it brings it to fruition. Yeah. So we talked about that The Weeknd released a deluxe album, right? And there were just a bunch of like remixes and stuff. Yeah. He released three new songs that were a part of that deluxe. Did you guys listen to them? No. Um, that album's deleted off my phone. So you're done with that album. It's wiped from my history. That's fair. Did you happen to check out that <laughs> album, Gus? The Weeknd one? Yeah. I, sk- yeah. I skimmed through it because one of the guys at work had it on. It was okay. How, how do you feel about The Weeknd? Because you, you're an avid Michael Jackson fan. Um, he don't sound like Michael Jackson. But do you, you feel? Wait, 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 wait. I don't think he sounds like Michael Jackson. He's, Not at he, all. He sounds like a depressed Michael Jackson. Maybe. Do you there's, feel there's like he's trying notes. to emulate his en- energy? No, definitely not. No, he's his very, voice. He's very, at very, least. very. He has a. Very, this album had a very eighty sound from mm-hmm. what yeah, I, from what I sure. got. I didn't dive into the lyrics like I said. It was just background music while we were at work. Um, but it had a very poppy feel, like an eighties poppy feel. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that was the direction he was going. I don't fucking know the dude. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the lyrical content, I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you exactly what yeah. I felt like he, what it was about, um, but I don't I don't I mean maybe like the certain notes he hits kind of sound like MJ, but I'm a big Michael Jackson fan, yeah, so for to sure. me it's like the cadence though, like just nah he's not really making he's not really making pop pop. I feel he like makes, he's like the really press the press pop. Yeah, that's what it is. I feel like for he's me, really trying to be Michael Jackson though. Yeah, I, I think, mean, I don't see him dancing on stage. Yeah, no, nah, he's not, he's not as a as a performer. I don't, I don't think so. 
to be honest, I, like I said, I really don't dive into new shit, so I really don't know what he's doing mm-hmm. for the performance aspect for this album. Mm-hmm. So you think but I've just never seen him dance. You think it was just a character then? For this album, I've also yeah, this never album. seen him dance. Yeah, yeah I've never, I've seen, never him seen him dance. Yeah. I've never. If you're gonna say anybody is JT is trying to cadence Michael Jackson. Mm. Justin I didn't really think about Justin that. Justin Timberlake. I love Justin Timberlake. Yeah. You know, he, <laughs> why'd you gotta look at me JT. when you said that? <laughs> you turn around, you know, look at me. He, both started, he started with NSYNC, like MJ started with you know J Five and mm-hmm. branched off did his own thing, and you know, he just he's a, he's an entertainer all around. I've never seen clips of The Weeknd dancing. Yeah, that's I mean, fair. but his music's still impactful. I love the trilogy. I should when that came out back in the days. That yeah, was that was movie. that was a whole that really shifted the culture as we know it now. Like that standoff 808s, that standoff Drake, that that whole moody depressed R and B that we know now is because that kind of elevated forward. But what's next? What else came out this past um, this past week? Did you guys happen to catch that Knowledge album? Yes. Um, nope. You know Knowledge though, right? Nope. Well, I'm going to tell you that you know knowledge right now Who's because knowledge? you were the first person that introduced me to No Worries, and he's the second half oh, of that. Oh, he's the second half. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, That's yeah. Fair. He yeah, dropped the, his solo album? He yeah, he solo dropped album? a solo yeah, tape. It's yeah. called 1988. Is this his first one? Um, I'm not too sure. I think he has like pro- uh, different projects now. Lee, Lee is this Fact checker. Fact checker. Fact checker. Is this his first project? How many projects does knowledge have, Lee? <laughs> um. So he's the one that's paired off with Anderson Pack. Yeah. So okay. they're, the, the two of them, they make... um. No worries. no worries but i will say with this tape whatever you do to you know kind of help you calm down and relax and like whatever you know um if you're drawing you're cooking you're cleaning you know whatever you do if you're smoking this album is a perfect that like whatever um Clean, whatever activity type shit. if yeah. this was ever cleaning this is cleaning music yeah for cleaning sure. whatever activity you do to like find your zen and you know feel peaceful this mm-hmm. album relates to every single aspect of that but dead ass i feel like this is like freestyle music almost i feel like this was really good you guys ever go on youtube and look at lo-fi music yeah i feel like this is that like 90s so like 90s lo-fi. Jazz type yeah thing. super super lo-fi but i, I think like it's it. more 90s rap more 90s rap yeah mm-hmm. background music. Okay. a good plethora of like both a good blend of both i should say it's but great um album. definitely check it out i think a driving album <laughs> a driving album it's perfect um Anything, anything that you do to feel like, you know, you want to relax, throw this on. If you're doodling, perfect album for this, for sure. Say doodling? Yeah, Yeah, if you're doodling. Well, I mean, you you stuck in the house, might as well draw some shit. Doodle a little bit. Doodle. Just a little doodle. Sketch. Um, But I would definitely, like, this tape, um, I'm going to revisit it. I don't think I would listen to it, um, like, songs separately. But I will definitely revisit the album as a whole. Like, if I want to, you know, go to something, mm-hmm. I will put this album on front to back. When this come out? Um, the same time that the P and D album came out last, last week. Last week. Uh, last week. Okay. Yeah, Best got, album got... of the year? Ooh. Of the year? Um, no. Better that week. In April? To you me. That quick? I won't say that, but I'll say it'll definitely be up there if nothing really, you know, comes out. That being said, I could have went without a couple of the skits in there, though. Yeah, it's a little, you know, it has a couple. Y'all have this moments. stigma against. Skits, yeah, and they, I just don't. Really I don't do. get it. It's, it's a, it's a, new it's a skit. It's you, a new era. you don't have to take it seriously. I don't mind it with this album. I mind it with other albums. I feel like the skits on this album blended perfectly um, with the transitions into each song. Do they have to blend though? Really? For me personally, yes. They don't have to if you want to talk on a broad scale. But for me personally, for me to enjoy a full album, they need to be there for a reason. And if if the reason is because it's funny then that's fine but if it just doesn't work at all and it's just there like i don't i don't like that cruiser doesn't like chaos there has to be substance to it yeah it's got to be orderly 
Not, it's not like the OG albums back in the days where a random skit, just a random, like the Eminem's first album, that girl calling for no reason. It had nothing to do with the album. Hey, <laughs> fuck, fuck Eminem, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he makes you throw up. I don't want to fuck his album. It had nothing to do with the album. It's just a random but skit. But doesn't it lend itself to like his brand? Like what was going on at that time? But it didn't lead to the next song. Okay, that's That's, that's the type of that's shit. Fair. That's the type of shit you fuck with. Yeah. You, it has to lead to the next song. You're not wrong. You know, I'll agree with you on that. There has to be a thing for it. But yeah, I, it. I do have, um, yeah, I guess, I guess you're right. Like I do, it, 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 it either works for me or it doesn't. It feels like it never works for you. It does in some cases. What was I can't, the, when I was, can't, I can't name something right now, okay. but right. it does work for me. What's the Drake song? Uh, is it not Control? What's the other one? Teenage Fever? I like that skit in the beginning. Is it a skit is or is it an interlude? Is it an interlude? Like a phone intro? call? That's more of an intro. Yeah. Intro, okay. Well, then my mistake. Yeah. Mm, you drunk true. a tie, boss. <laughs> I'm tired, boss. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely, Gus, check this album out. Um, yeah. I, I feel like I, I definitely like check that out on the way to work. I got like an hour drive for work. And even um, so. even Birdie said that he would like he wants to like write to this album. Like he wants to oh, freestyle so it. Inspire it. You. Yeah, it did. See, yeah, that's it did. why I don't listen to shit mm, while I'm working on shit. It goes back to what it's, you were talking gonna about. It's going to change my course of the project that I'm trying to put out. Okay, you know, so okay. But definitely, though, I want to check it out, though, if it's more instrumental vibe-based. Like, yeah. I'm down for that. Yeah, Because, you know, I just is. don't want to get into the lyrical content. And I'm like, oh. It's not there like wasn't much chime lyrical in. Content. I chime into it was but more it's not, instrumental. It's not like instrumental where you want to rap on every single thing, but you you might find a song or two where you'd be like, oh, I can write something to this. Yeah. You know, but it's not like he didn't make it purposely to like, oh, you could lay a verse here and then, you know, hook, verse, hook. It's not like that. It's like something, whatever gravitates towards you, there's something on it that, you know, you'll find yeah, that you'll like. Yeah. yeah, we saw knowledge uh, a few weeks ago, right? Yeah, that he was he opened up for Thundercat. Yeah, um, I I enjoyed it, um, but no, I, I enjoyed it. I liked it. I like. I would I, like. I've I would seen, like. Nice. Yeah. I like to see. This I've never really seen a perform. beat set before, and mm-hmm. it was really cool. Ari Lennox also dropped a little three pack. I don't know if you guys heard it. Um, I heard it. It's really good. Ari Lennox is the R and B singer that Dreamville signed, so mm-hmm. she's pretty much like uh the SZA of um Dreamville, like J Cole's label. Um, she has a very like soulful R and B groovy voice. Um, I think that Sizzle's a little bit more moody for sure. But this little three pack was like a remix of um, songs on our album, right? Yeah. Uh, they're really good, and especially I played them right after the Knowledge tape. So if you kind of do it in a sequence like that, it really flows well. Oh, she got Doja Cat. Yeah, do- that Doja, Doja Cat, Cat Shmino, really and some BMO other dude. Break me off. Um, What'd you say? That's what the BMO is in the song. Oh, break me off. A piece of that Doja Cat. Uh, Smino, the Smino song's cool. It's Smino. Yeah. We've said that before. I'm waiting for him to drop an album. It's just Smino stuff. Classic yeah. Smino. Yeah, I think, um, I think Smino, like we said, he's kind of getting tired with his verses yeah. a little bit, but I'm excited, um, with whatever he drops as far as yeah, projects. Yeah, for sure. Go. A project. Sure. Yeah. I'd like to see him, uh, try something new. Are you, are you familiar with Smino, Gus? Yeah, he has, I've heard his Lucy's. Does he have an album? He has two albums He has out. two albums. Um, I've had, just had him, three albums? Yeah. Is it three? Oh, I never listened to that. Yeah, Black Jupiter. Yeah, I didn't listen yeah. to that one. Yeah, that was the first one, I believe. Yeah, it is yeah. like just shuffle. Mm-hmm. But that to me, that's like background music too when I'm cleaning mm-hmm. and whatnot. I haven't really dived into dived into them, but like I just I don't background. think you have to dive in. Yeah, I mean, um, definitely the Black Swan album. Black Swan's a great album. Is, um, it's just it's kind of a, a, a breath of fresh air. Yeah. from everything that's going on you know what i mean um especially in the time yeah music musically like how everything was you know just trap rap and this and that that's it was a great definitely, way to put it it was a super breath of fresh air when it came out like i 
man, it, it felt really good to listen to. So trendsetter, trend. Would you consider him a trendsetter? Smino, mm, more or less. Yeah. Who's I that would. guy you like? Orange something. Blood Orange. Yeah. Would you say orange? like it's kind of similar? Yeah, it's Blood Orange. Blood Orange. Is it? Okay, yeah, something similar to that, but he's a little bit more R&B. Okay. Smino has that smooth, like, he has a swag to yeah, him. He, to me, I feel like he barbecue music. Hmm, yeah, yeah he, that's he, a good he, way he, to he, put he, it, too. He, he throw his shit on a shuffle and just throw some carne asada on the, on the grill and have, call it a day. He's so really good list. really good live, too. Yeah, yeah, that's a super good way to put it, for sure. Um, But yeah, Ari Lennox, uh, those three songs, really good. Really little good. little three EP pack really good give on dropped album too i don't know if you guys are familiar with him um I i'm he's a newer artist the only thing i know of give is that he was on that new drake single the um the chicago freestyle okay he oh did the he was the dude yeah the he was a dude on it it wasn't sanfa it was uh this dude yeah yeah, let's give yeah it was that guy huh um but i mean me Who's personally i don't know <laughs> sony 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 um for me personally, this is a perfect like, hey, if you got to wash the dishes in the morning, put this shit on. But other than that, I don't really see it. For me personally, I don't see me like bumping it solo or um, even putting it on a playlist. Did you happen to hear it? No. All right. Well, I have a totally different take. That's fine. Let's talk For about me, it. <laughs> I, I am. For me, this is probably like one of the best albums I've heard all year. Mm-hmm. I love this album. I've heard it nonstop since it came out. It's it's really smooth, but I th- for me like it's like a, it's a chore album, you know. It's a, it's a it's a lo- it's like a love album. It's a breakup album. It's almost. perfect background music. Thing. I like the music. It's only twenty four minutes. Yeah, it's a short out. album. Yeah, are he you sings, sad? He sings really well. Are you sad, Eddie? Again or what? No, nah, it's just I like the singing music, man. <laughs> I love sad Eddie. But this is it's a good album. <laughs> I love sad Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, that's funny. I would I would definitely say check it out though. Definitely, um, it's a great album. You know, it's, make if your you like R and B soul. It's a great album. Yeah. Um, who else dropped? Well, if we're gonna go oh, to yeah, the new uh, week. talk about the, the oh, Thundercat, the yeah, because like we said, I didn't really listen to it, so I don't want to give my opinion on it. I don't, I don't want to give it a, a injustice, you know. Um, well, it's it's a really smooth album. Um, it's good. It's not a bad album at all. Mm-hmm. It flows well. There's not much really. I've, I feels like I've heard it all already. Do you feel it's like Thundercat. it was? It's not as fun as his last album though. Like really? drunk. No, like it's not drunk as fun as drunk. Yeah, that's what because um, Lee's Lee's been here all weekend, mm-hmm. and um, I try to listen to it. I was like, ah, you know, I gotta do my work for the pod. I gotta study up for the pod, and mm-hmm. I I think I got to track three, and I was like, I'm not even feeling this. Like, I can't even get into it, and it wasn't because it was bad. I just couldn't really find myself to like get back into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's nowhere near as fun as drunk. Like I said, mm-hmm. it's more spacey, smooth. So and it's, I think that, it's more of a mood. I think that song, um, the first, the opening track. Um, I think I got like PTSD from like the concert because <laughs> he played that song at the concert. Well, I think you just attach him to a negative memory. Yeah, yeah. and it might be that, but I'm gonna try my best to you know give it a chance and actually yeah. really listen to it. Such a weird setting, oh, man. Was. It was it was super odd. Need to be more open. Um, Master yeah. of his craft, like we said. Oh, though. he is super, amazing. Oh, oh, oh. Would, I, would I see him again? Though? Filthy. No, not at all. <laughs> I would never see him again though. Have you ever had a bad concert experience? Have I ever had a bad concert experience? Because the one that we just went to was by far the worst thing I've ever like been a part of. Um, so I'm just curious to speak you know. Speak. <laughs> oh yeah. For me, let's put the attention on not me into <laughs> onto somebody else. Um, I not personally. I got in an argument with a shorty, and uh, it was right before fucking Nas and Lauren Hill came on. Damn. For uh, Rock the Bells, mm-hmm. it was just a long, long day in the heat and the sun. 
and it's just we got into an argument because she was looking for her sister and i was like your sister's with my brother like they're fine like yeah. everybody's everybody's fine like don't worry like Nas and lauren hill's about to come on like they got a set together fuck this was like 2012 yeah just a fucking shit show should we fucking like all right let's go and we left and i missed Nas and lauren hill so it wasn't the concert itself is that you just didn't even get to see yeah, that yeah, performance. Nas and Lauren Hill. Like, yeah, I just, for sure. The fuck, I was looking forward to that set all day. Oh, yeah, that's especially, especially at a fe- when you're at a festival and you're looking and forward it's like, to it. It was yeah. probably like one of the last yeah, sets too. The, it, was, yeah, oh, it was the last set and I was like, oh God, this is going to be fucking epic. Have you guys ever felt, you know, going to festivals that getting to that last artist is not only like, you know, not a struggle, but it's a journey to get to that last artist. Yeah. Do you ever feel it's always that a journey to get to that last? Do artist. you ever feel like it's not going to happen sometimes? Ken that vlog, not 2017. That just something is not like, they're not going to come out or it's just not going to happen. Like, wait, wait, who was headlining 17? It was uh kid Cudi. Yeah. Kid Cudi. And, and Kanye, right? <laughs> or just Kid Cudi? Uh, oh, that yeah. was uh, the next year. That was 2018. Okay. Yeah. Kids so, he goes. Okay. 2019 was Frank Drake. I remember <laughs> Oh just Frank Shout out to my boy Lee My avid uh, concert buddy right here We went to go see Well Rock the Bells So I don't know if um, Cause I vividly remember This was 2012 So I don't know if it was The year before okay. The one you're talking about But Kid Cudi was The closer And I remember uh, Standing in the crowd And we're like I don't know man I don't think he's coming out You sure it wasn't uh, The Up and Smoke tour? No, nah, it wasn't that Cause, Cause I, know, it, I know They had that one In San Bernardino yeah. yeah, I got the poster. Okay. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, but we looked at each other and we're like, "What if he's really an alien? Like, what if he he's doesn't exist? You know what, I mean? what if he's really an alien? Because that like, was that your first experience with Cuddy? Yeah, that was my very <laughs> first time. And obviously, everybody knows again. I was obsessed with dude. So no, like, you still are. That's your, yeah. your boy. I needed to see him, and I just felt like you know it wasn't gonna happen. But you know it happened. It happened. So I just feel I still get that feeling though. Like he's, I, out of all the festivals I still go to, like what if. We never see it, you know? Yeah. So, off, I don't know. Off topic, would you consider Cuddy an MCM? Because, Gus, we were talking about it. We all got a little man crush, but Bird's, like, completely against it. MCM? Like, do you have, like, a... Someone you Like, look, do you have you a like man crush? Like, somebody crush. you look up to? Wouldn't say against Bre- it. Brad I would Pitt. just say never thought about it in my life. I'm just saying somebody that you... you saying Brad, someone you fangirl over. Yeah, somebody... you saying Brad uh, Pitt's not up there for you? I'm just... <laughs> I, they're all iconics and shit. Um, but, like, somebody who's... To me, a mentor, like not even a mentor, but somebody like I strive my my career path towards would be uh, like Pharrell. Mm-hmm. Like Pharrell, I, I see him. He he does hooks for so many different fucking artists. He, he, he has his N.E.R.D. band. He has his rap solo shit. You know what I'm saying? And to me, that's to me, that's somebody I'm like, that's somebody I want to strive to to accomplish on that type of level of where I'd like to go to with my yeah. with my music. So if it'd be anybody, it'd be Pharrell for sure. Like his his style, his even even, you know everything that he's accomplished is just it's insane what he gives back and shit. You mm-hmm. know, and he's touched pretty much everybody in the industry. Like every genre, like everything. every fucking genre. Even he's hit the productions that he has for like the rock bands, the indie bands, and then the pop shit. And know? it's not even just you, but if you ask any artist like who do they want to work with, it's Pharrell. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but. You know, stemming off that, and we're we're still gonna stick with music. Um, where we still got the Drake and the Frank Ocean singles to talk about, but um, oh, Frankie dropped us. Yeah, he dropped two singles. No shit. But stemming off your Pharrell conversation, I don't know if you've been paying attention to the the IG live like beat battles lately. 
I cut. They're doing that, right? There's like a uh, there was Timberland and a Swiss Beat. So yeah. so these people was, celebra- So hold on. So celebrities again together on IG Live. One on IG Live. Just, and they're going just the two of them back and forth. That's tight. So no, it, it was. That, uh, that's that's why up. I said Timberland yesterday. <laughs> yeah, that, that was just. I was like, this throwing left curve. What the uh, fuck? Hold up. So it was Timberland, Swiss Beats. Then it was Hit Boy and Boy Wonder. So they jumping on it together. Yes. So that's, it was like back and forth. That's, that's tight. They're just the catalog to each other. Yeah. yeah the yeah. people have been talking and the people have been asking and they want to see pharrell go up against kanye who wins oh kanye wait are they going up against old catalogs or are they bringing their whole catalog catalog but but i'm gonna say this so so it's not just new stuff they're just bringing everything so it goes back to the to early 2000s music right perfect but i'm gonna say this um hypothetically they could only use the beats that they produce themselves so um well, that's not fair, though. I'm not because saying... Because the Neptunes is a whole team by itself. It's like, it's you can't have... I, it's not like... the Neptunes I'm not saying ran like, 2000s. If, um, how do I say it? I'm not saying if it's a, if it's a Pharrell and this person or Kanye and that person, but it can't be Kanye and seven other people. You know what I mean? One or two people so is no, cool. no executive producers? No, it has to be like Kanye made the beat, Pharrell made the beat. But I... It, Hmm. I don't think it's fair to say that like oh Kanye put like one sound into this beat, but it's like labeled as a Kanye beat. But he made it a whole new beat by doing that. Just one sound, you feel? It could change a whole beat. All right, we'll take that out of the out of the question, yeah. out of the perspective. Uh, Neptune's hands down. So Pharrell I'm not even wins. gonna think about it. Neptune's hands down because you, Neptune's totally ran from 2000 to 2010. Mm-hmm. They they killed every fucking thing from pop to rock to hip hop to R and B. I mean, Kanye, yeah, Kanye fucking kills it. But if you're talking about, like, overall accomplishments, I'd have to... to yeah, because name, Carfax. name some Neptune songs. What's in the Carfax? Name some Neptune songs. Off the top? Yeah. Grinding. Grinding? Off the top classic. <laughs> uh, Come on. Fucking, um, we'll go in circles. Go. Shake, shake your money maker. Ludacris. Go ahead. Um, Ready? What's the Snoop Dogg song? School. No, he, he, did, he did a whole album with Snoop, he, Snoop Dogg signed... To the Neptunes, and he did uh, Bush rhythm, rhythm and gangster. So he has drop it like it's hot. He has Mm -hmm. let's get on. He has all the Missy Elliott shit, right? Uh, No, Missy was more Timberland. Oh, was it Timberland? More Timberland. All right, sorry. (laughs) Um, But hands down, I think. I mean, real quick, let's go around the table. Kanye or Neptunes? Neptunes. Yeah, I was having this combo with Lee, and I said I don't think that. the earlier shit of Kanye, like his college dropout shit and the Jay-Z shit, I don't think it's enough to compete with Pharrell because Overall. Pharrell had a song with every single buddy in that decade. Okay, real quick, go who? I'm going to say Pharrell. Kanye. Kanye, overall. Yeah. Okay. I think Pharrell. Lee? I'm out of this. <laughs> but the thing is that we're talking about an overall catalog. So if that's, if that's what they're doing on Instagram Live, overall catalog, it's, I think... It's just like a beat battle. So yeah. one somebody plays one song, another person plays the next but song. But even at that, though, there's certain, certain beats that... I mean, Ye has are fucking way better than Neptune's. Mm-hmm. Certain beats that the Neptune's have are way better than Ye. But if we're talking overall, like, catalog-wise, yeah. I think the chamber goes to the Neptune's. And even fair. now, I mean... Pharrell's still, he's still producing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If All Kanye's, the JT shit? I don't know if Kanye still is. Did he As, produce JT's new album? Not the new. I think well, he I had think it. he has a hand in this new yeah. one that's going on. But I'm just talking about like um, Justified and uh, oh, all that, that shit. I always have him have Tim. Below. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of Tim. Um, I always have him have Tim. But 
just, it's just obviously. I mean, but that'd be cool to see, though. Yeah, I, I would. You let me know. You fucking call me. This is that, what the people have been. Comes and it's like, yo, they're going live in five minutes. Kanye won't. <laughs> Kanye is not going to do it. Yeah, so, no, nah. for, for real, probably will, but Kanye would. It's definitely something that the people want to hear. You never know, though. Yeah, you never know. It's fucking weird times. It's quarantine. Yeah, it's weird times. He's got a whole cult. He's running. How would you think? Um, demon hours. Before we get off this, how would you guys like? pick a winner would you think there would have to be like in a certain amount of like votes or would it be like an applause meter like how, if you guys were to see this live how would you guys pick the winner well we're we talking ig live because then there's no applause meter yeah. well like if we're talking if this was like a real paid you know event would it have to be an applause meter for to pick a winner there would have to be an app everyone would have to go on that app and choose who is better hmm interesting voting paul yeah it's not bad like that but yeah, I mean, pretty much that's what the people have been that'd be, asking. That'd be cool. Yeah, it's different. Dope. That's cool. They're doing something different. It's really cool they're doing that, especially for free. They're just doing it to help everybody yeah. out. And I think it's for you the know, culture. I think just, they're bored too. Of course. Yeah, for now, sure. Now, can you catch these old episodes somewhere? Um, yeah, like online, IGTV, on YouTube and shit. Like that. I think yeah. the the Hit Boy and the Boy Wonder One are up somewhere. You can catch I'm just them not somewhere? too sure. IGTV. Yeah. I think they have like. It's like all on there. Yeah. Okay. Not sure. Just looking up on Instagram and yeah. all these new like artists doing it or producers, they're gonna get some phone calls for how many. Oh, how many for people sure. They're getting. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. just now showing off their beat. A lot of people don't know that like they produce these beats. No, no doubt. Cool. But you know, stemming or getting off that topic. Um, Drake dropped a new single. You know, I'm going to say this. The song, I've been having a real hard time defending Drake lately. Uh. And this song <laughs> doesn't help because this is why people hate Drake. Because he's very blatant and obvious in his um in, in, in his scheming. You know what I mean? Like, he's doing this to, you know, create a trend or, you know, make something pop. And it's just super blatant, right? But... I'm not gonna lie. The song fucking slap. The song's a bop. It's great. It's catchy. It's it catchy is. as hell, bro. So I don't know. Um, if somebody says like, "Yeah, fuck Drake," like this is why I'm gonna be like, "All right, bro." Like I'm not gonna argue with you because you're not wrong. But to say that this shit is not catchy is false. It's super catchy. Yeah, he, uh, you're you're selling it short. Just say it's good. I don't even know if I'd say it's good. I like the song. I like the song as well. I think he's for sure obviously going for a TikTok trend, but I like the song. So do you guys like Catchy Drake and not Rap Drake? Here we go. I like Catchy Drake. <laughs> um, you don't even like Drake. I like you don't good even like Drake. Drake. <laughs> I like good Drake. Is this good Drake or is this, this, is good Drake. this blatant you know, ripoff trying to do something Drake? Trying to do something Drake? Yeah. Yeah, not only It made me move. I've been dancing a little bit in the crib this weekend. Was it right foot slide, right left foot, foot up? Side. <laughs> I don't think the song is clever, <laughs> but I think it's good. I will say, regardless of anything, it's cha cha slide. The I could dance like Michael Jack, son. That shit is hard. I don't care. Even if he's not, that shit's hard. I don't give a shit. Did you happen to check that song out? I heard that one. It, it, it reminded me of that. Um, what's the name? The Kiki song. Kiki, mm. do you, um, yeah, do you in my feelings? It reminds me of that. Mm. It has that feel. It has the world dancing. It has the world moving. It has people. You know, it has that impact i think it's yeah. 2020's hotling hotline bling i think hotline bling is a little bit more poppier though um a little bit more blatant would you say n- no i wouldn't say so but at the time that song came out i didn't really think about it like that but now that like i'm really trying to pay attention to everything you're older you're more mature yeah i'm like okay man like i see what you're doing i'm not mad at you because you're gonna make your coins you know but the people that hate you this is why they hate you mm. because you, you do this that? all the time. 
You know? But I think it was cool because he made something fun, something cool to do, with, especially with everything going on. Yeah. I think it was a pretty cool move. Definitely got the people talking, and definitely a lot of people had opinions on it. So We're talking about it. He's doing his job, for sure. But also, Frank Ocean dropped two singles. Whack. Yeah. Whack. Whack. They really? are... They're acute. Uh, they're acoustic ballads. Okay. Um, the first one I don't like at all. It's called Dear April. I'm not a fan. Can I say something real quick? Go ahead. I, I don't want to cut you off. Go ahead. I was talking about Charles Gambino a few weeks ago about he needs to find his own sound and mm-hmm. this and that. Mm-hmm. How long is Frank Ocean gonna be pulling on America's heartstrings? How long is he gonna like? This is his genre. Like, oh, like break up vibe. Like, it's always going to sell. That heartbreak shit is always going to sell. I don't even think it's the heartbreak shit now. I think it's the fact that he releases music so scarce that people just feel like they love it. You know what I mean? Mm. But me, I'm I'm a I'm a diehard Frank fan, but I don't think that I think the Dear April, I don't like it at all. I, and it's not even that I was in the mood or I wasn't even in the right setting. Like I just wasn't feeling it. Mm-hmm. The second song, uh, the Cayendo, where he was singing in Spanish, mm-hmm. I thought it was you know it was cool that he kind of did something. I thought different. that was a cop out. It could have been a cop out. He was reaching, dog. But it was it was enjoyable. Like I liked that he was kind of you know if he even if he was reaching, he was doing something different and he was you know singing in Spanish, which was really cool. Trying to be like Drake. Bad Bunny's about to be on the remix. Watch. <laughs> I won't. Um, <laughs> I ain't mad at you. Yeah, I ain't mad at you. Like I won't. You know, I won't deny that that could possibly happen. But I do like the second one more than the first. The first one, I don't. I don't even really like. Dear it April all. was trash. I didn't like it. I didn't really. They were fine. I didn't. I didn't care. They're not gonna. Something I'm gonna play a lot, but they were fine. If he's gonna release another album and it's gonna be all, I'm depressed and heartbroken. I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna react. If this is his new thing, I don't think he'll be three for three. So. I think we we stated on a pod that didn't get released like when we were first starting this. If Channel Orange is the blockbuster, Blonde was the indie film, right? So I don't know where he goes next with it because definitely like Channel Orange is very you know it's 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 cinematic. It's super, it's it's extravagant. You know, there's lights, there's cameras. Like it's super extravagant. It's um it's super flashy, right? But when you break down Blonde, you know it's super intimate. Um, it's like an indie movie, you know, mm-hmm. you're getting in, you're getting into these characters and you're, you're reaching in with that teenage love and you're finding that youth again. You know what I mean? So I don't really know where he goes from here. I don't know if he makes a whole new story or if he does something differently. You got teenage love out of blonde. He's kind of talking about his, like, I feel like that. Um, I feel like blonde was like his story, like as a kid. Hmm. I don't think so to me. It's been a while for me to for the album, so I can't really be like, yeah, 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 no, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I think I've been visited. It's mature love. Yeah, it's mature love. It's more of an adult sure. love. That's fair. Channel Orange is more of that childish. Mm-hmm. Well, Channel, but, Channel Orange was his first like big production. But he still like, had Nostalgia Ultra under his belt. Oh, I mean, yeah, but that was like before like the big production money behind it. Yeah, you know the fucking you know Nostalgia Ultra was shit. the the short film to get him. <laughs> <laughs> it was that to get him the you okay know. director. We get it. <laughs> um, but yeah, with these two songs, like being a Frank fan, um, I like the second one more. But I'm not like. I'm at the point of being a Frank fan where, you know, I'm going to take everything as it comes and I'm going to critique it 
if it's not good, it's not good. You know what I mean? I'm not going to be like the other um, people in this fan base that like, oh, I can't believe, I can't believe that he finally released a song. Like, I love it, you know? Nah, I'm not going to do fair. that. That's fair. If he's taking so long, then you should only expect perfection. Exactly. You should never mm. expect perfection, but if he's going to take years and years mm. to ever drop a song, yeah, and I think I put out your best work. It's only because people don't really hear him regularly that they're like, fuck yeah, finally we get to hear Frank, you know? But I think I people know. love the idea of Frank. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, Eddie. No, I, I, no, that's that's probably the best thing I ever heard Eddie say. Yeah, in my entire life. No, Eddie, I, that, no, was it's, that, that was hot. That was good. That was a hot take, that's, bro. That's, that was that, good. That's definitely true because you don't get a lot of Frank, and when you get the taste, it's like it's either you're gonna fucking really enjoy it or uh-huh. you're gonna just like eh, this is not what I want. We have this idea Frank yeah. in our head, like we vision him, like oh, like yeah, he's this a great what I'm guy, expecting. but he's actually a douchebag, and yeah. he keeps adding to that narrative because like all right, here it is, I'm gonna, you know. See you guys in a couple months, or see you guys in three years. You know what I mean? But I don't, I don't think as an artist, I don't think he's purposely doing that. I think he's just well, this is where he's at in his. He's life. just a regular. He's like and this, the is Adam, what, this Adam is what Sandler. He, this is what he's music. giving you. What? That. <laughs> like he's just a regular fucking guy. Uh, uh, he's not like some big uh, no, well, famous person. A, a he's just with his album. He's regular. Like he's just like yeah, I didn't choose to be famous. Fame chose me. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I can kind of see that the, way, the, see the way he drops his projects, he spaces them out. But at the same time, I mean, I heard the way he spaces them out because of the deal that he was in. He, he didn't like yeah. the deal he was mm-hmm. in, so he spaced out his album to to fuck with the deal. But, but Blonde was independent; like he's independent now. I think with was Blonde part of the independent? Yeah, so that was, was he still signed to was he Sony? That was, was the one to? he was out of the contract. He was already. out of the contract yeah. already. But I think the reason why we have this, you know, this idea of Frank and why we love that idea of Frank is because those two albums are a part of history. You know what I mean? Like they have done um they're two great albums whether if you like one or the other, you like you like one of them. They're you know classics. what I mean? They're classics. Like you can't oh, deny either one of them, you know what I mean? Um so people have this idea and people have this image of him and they just and that's they their love own, them. That's their own fault. Like, yeah, like how Eddie just said it now. It's their own fucking. fault. And it was the reason why um, people expected him at Flog because you know everybody had their own narrative in their head that like oh uh, the question marks it's going to be Frank because he fucks with Tyler. Nah, that's still blah, the blah, craziest blah. fucking thing that ever happened. That people is, were mad we got Drake. That was one of those yeah, moments. That, to me, that was and you guys were there for that. Mm-hmm. That's wild to me. I that saw those was, clips. I'm like, how are you going boo Drake? People walked out. That's insane. People turned around mad. That shit was surreal as hell, bro. Like, I couldn't believe I witnessed that. Because I... Do you have the video? Or Blaze has a video where Drake came out. And I was like, this is the best oh, I do. fucking vlog ever. And I then do. in the back of my head, even... And I'll, I'll admit to my fault. Like, in the back of my head, I was like, Frank's still probably going to come out. <laughs> <laughs> Never but, a doubt Frank was still going to come. I was like, you know, Drake, Uzi, ASAP... Frank's definitely then coming Frank. out now, you know what I mean? I was like, this is the craziest shit ever. But it just, you know, the way the tide turned, it was like, oh, damn, I don't like this at all. Oh, like, that atmosphere was crazy. It was, there was like a, a, like a lot of negativity in the air. And like, I had a bad feeling in my stomach and I didn't know what was going to happen. I do wish, like uh, Drake said in the interview, that he would have just, like, just covered a Frank song just to fuck with people. Uh, that would have been amazing. Been well, cool. that's, that's what happens when you have high expectations. Mm-hmm. And when it was get, the people that made get, it, you get disappointed. Yeah. yeah, like me and you went to a Drake concert. That was one of the best shows, not as best as the Cuddy show that we went to, mm-hmm. but one of the best shows that we've gone to. Um, for them to have how much? How much were the tickets for Flag Nut? Too much. Two fifty. Yeah, like two fifteen. And we pay like what one fifty to see Drake? Yeah. Pfft. 
one of the best shows that I've Oh, been yeah, to. for sure. To so, say that Drake is not a performer, yeah. like, he knows what he's doing so on stage. Have, have and Drake, Drake was in his catalog, yeah. too. Like, he I, wasn't, yeah, like, heard, playing I new music. The, he was playing the, old yeah, music. I heard the joints that he was playing. And for the audience to get upset about that, that's that's their own fault mm-hmm. for having the expectations for, I feel, for Frankie. To I be feel there. ashamed to even been there. Like I feel yeah. bad for being there. At yeah. times, I really do think about like, ah, you know, I wish I kind of skipped this one because like every time, like, oh yeah, I went to Camp Flower. Oh, did you boo Drake? I'm just like, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. no. It was one of those. But um, if you go back to that interview that Drake had, like the crowd was automatically expecting Frank from the beginning because they started booing ASAP and Uzi. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did so, they? Mm-hmm. That Uzi second Uzi song. Hate. Yeah, that second Uzi song, people were like, all right, dude, like, let's keep this show rolling. But I think whoever it was, whether regardless if it was Drake or not, was going to get booed. And, you know, Drake just had to take it on the chin. But No, re- obviously if Drake got booed, Regardless of who it could have been, yeah, it could have been anybody. It could have been he, Kirk Cobain in the flesh. Yeah, he uh, he would have got booed, bro. Yeah, he, Drake's the, the top, the top, top right <laughs> I'm now in hip hop. If you're booing Drake, you're gonna boo anybody. He was beat him to the lions. It's insane. Shame on Tyler. Shame on Tyler. <laughs> yeah, Tyler. No, that's not his fault. He needed to step up. He needed to say something. It is. No, he did say something on Twitter, right? From what I heard. Yeah, but he should have. If Drake was on the bill, he wouldn't got booed. But that having those question marks, the surprise, yeah, it left it open like, oh, finally Frank is gonna be at Flog now. No, but who you the mean? fuck said that though? Nobody said Nobody. Frank's gonna be. People, that's, that's the people pe- made their own narrative. Yeah, that's the people's fault. Yeah, no, yeah, you're that's not the wrong. People's fucking fault for that. I think didn't it is what Frank drop a couple songs before that too? He yeah, did. that's what so it was that, too. What it was. He uh, dropped like three singles. singles, and people were like, "Yes, it's happening." He's gonna be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's pretty much it with music. Lee. Is Lori Harvey pregnant or not? She is not pregnant. And Future is not the father. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, you know, stemming off music, but still kind of staying within the entertainment and all that shit. uh, Our boy, Playboy Cardi. Playboy. Playboy. Was arrested for doing some stupid shit. Guns Um, and drugs. And it wasn't even just that. He might have got away with it, but he was in a Lamborghini. He had, like... I think it was like eight bags of weed or something. Like bags, bags. He had guns and there was nobody on the road. So, of course, somebody's going to pull him over. You know huh. what I mean? But he was released. So, where was that? Where did he get arrested in? I think it was Atlanta. Atlanta? Yeah. Atlanta. ATL. Little T.I. Jr. So, <laughs> I hope he stays out of trouble. But, I mean, at least we finally figured out where he's been, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, let's just let's just hope that he stays out of trouble and everything goes well. But speaking of staying out of trouble, six, six nine, nine got out of jail. Six nine prison. himself is he was released from prison amidst uh, all this COVID nineteen shit. Um, my question for you guys is: Do the people care, or is he gonna get got? You can't hear it, but I'm rolling my eyes right now, man. Like. His time's gonna come. His you, days are numbered. You think it's gonna happen? I think not now. In the future, in my opinion. I mean, but the kids like. I like, hope not. He still has like a voice with the kids. Like I feel like the youth, they don't give a shit. But maybe if the older heads of this is stemming off some like real gang shit, like I feel like he's you know, on that horrorcore though. Like I don't feel like he really has a real following like that outside of New York. At least I feel like uh, it's more like just clickbait type shit. But I'm saying, like, in New York, like, how long do you guys think it's going to take before he's, like, 
as soon as he's off house probation. Because I feel like I don't know. I think house arrest. Saying, his days are numbered. Like I think it's possible. Like he's not going to be here much longer. You know what I mean? Knock on wood. We're not wishing death. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 not wishing that. The no. case. Yeah, no, never wish death upon anybody. But if we're speaking factual and the shit that he's done, um, he hasn't been responsible with anything. You know what I mean? And it's crazy because he got out and he started fucking yelling and all that shit right maybe, away. Maybe now he's gonna have enough money to pay all those people off. So there's other ways to look at it. At the end of the day, it could just be about money. But everything is. I mean, the older heads could just you know. Why are we still working? I don't know, man. World gotta go around, bro. I don't know. What do you think, Gus? As an older, as having an older perspective on this whole snitching and you know, not being cool but being accepted nowadays. Do snitches get stitches, or can they be forgiven? I don't know, man. I ain't from the hood, so I really don't know how that works nowadays. To be honest with you, um, I know the game's always changing. So I mean, I really don't know what's gonna happen with them. It's it's his truth. It's not mine. It's one of those things. It's not gonna affect my taxes. So I'm not really paying attention to him. As an older head, that's just how I feel about it. I'm not really paying attention to six nine and what he got going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, you know, I ain't gonna wish nothing upon him, obviously. But I ain't gonna focus on him either. So I, I didn't even know he was out. Yeah, you guys telling me right now that he's out. I'm like, okay. To me, I'm like, all right, whatever. Uh, good for him. <laughs> I mean, for but sure. he, I'm, I'm, he's on house arrest though, right? So he's yeah. basically still locked up. So he ain't free free. Yeah. Uh, but even at that, he's still got to be watching his ass. So he's not free free. Better so, than a cell. I mean, is it? A mansion? You've been locked up before? No. Uh, okay. Uh, so we'll go but, We'll go from there. But the thing is, like, I, to me, I don't know. I don't know how the game is. You know, they always say it in the tracks. Who's, I think 50 said it. So, no, somebody said it. Uh, The new kids, y'all don't respect. Y'all respect the, uh, the shooter and not the one who got shot. Hmm. Type of thing, mm-hmm. something like that. I don't the remember. Isaiah Rashad joint. Um, Did he nobody, say something like that? Nobody too? remembers the. But the one in front of the gun lives for. That's, that's, that's Kendrick. Oh. That's K dot. Yeah, that's yeah. K dot for sure. Jay Z. Jay Z. Yeah, Jay Z is the one that said that. Yeah. Fact Fact checker. Checker. Yo, how's, yo, how's that line going? Say, say, it, say. It. I'll say it. I'll say it out loud for you. How's, how's it go? It's something like. Y'all respect the one who got shot. I respect the shooter. And it's the truth. You know what I'm saying? It's just. As me being an older head, it's just, it's just nonsense. You know, we trying to build and get money together, and it's just everyone's just trying to see each other, you know, tear each other down. But that's just how the game is. But do you, you know? think um, his antics are just they're butt fuck? Like it's just too much. To me, I I wouldn't do what he's doing to 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 promote himself. That's all promotion. What he's doing is all promotional. No it's doubt. Just, Promotional shit. No doubt. Bad publicity is good publicity. Any publicity mm-hmm. is good publicity. So it's like whatever works for him works for him. And if that's that's the that's the direction and that's the image that he wants to leave for himself, that's on him. You yeah, know what no I mean? doubt, for sure. You know, who am I to judge him? You um, know what I'm saying? But I just wanted to, because I know, you know, obviously none of us have been, you know, raised in the streets or whatever, but <laughs> I just feel like there is definitely a stigma and a notion that, you know, he's done shit wrong and, you know, if he does owe people money, he's been involved with people of that nature and people in that, you know, association. I don't, I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, he is protected and stuff, but you know, and I'm, like we said, we're not wishing that upon him, but it's very possible that something can happen to him because of his past. But how you were saying and how 
like you don't really care and um it's not that i don't care not that it's you just care, that but I, the, i'm not paying attention so much to so much shit happens nowadays that people are you know they might forget you know so i don't know but just the whole fact that he's out now it's crazy because he's still allowed to use social media and he's still allowed to make music hmm. so he's definitely gonna wait you know, is he making music now is he back on it right quick uh, I don't know as quick, but he's definitely going to, you know, make shit happen right away. I don't think he's going to let any time waste. So I mean, yeah, as a marketing aspect, definitely. You're yeah. going to jump on it real quick. But he hasn't, as of right now, um, as of this recording, he hasn't put anything out yet. The next podcast. Though. Yeah, mm. definitely. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it, I, you know, it's it's uh, something to talk about because it's in pop culture and it definitely happened. Mm. Um, but I just how, think how it's How long crazy. was he locked up for? Two years. Late. August. Two years? Last August? No, it hasn't been two years. Has it been two, two years? years? No way. Nah. I think it was like last August or something arrest. like that. Maybe about a year. But it's crazy how, like, they let him out because of, like, they don't want him to contract or, con- like, get in contact with the COVID. He's one of the few people that are happy about the COVID. Like, because he gets to get out? Like, it's crazy. October 2018? Uh, no. October 2018? 2018. Yeah, almost two years. Almost two years. Oh, damn. That's I thought he got arrested last August. That's I'm crazy. Time, yeah. time flies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Time flies. Oh, he For missed sure. all of 19? I yeah. guess so. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Oh, you know what? It was 18 because remember there was a, like, when his album in the Astroworld came out and Astroworld got the number one and he was, like, pissed off or something like that? Yeah. I think it was he around was the same two? time. Yeah, he was number two. He was number two. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, oh. um, you know, we're not experts in this uh, subject, but I think it was definitely something that needed to be talked about. But... Um, you know, Gus, you're here with us, and we have this segment on our show called Weekly Recommendations, What We're Loving This Week. Um, has there any has there been anything that you've watched in the past couple weeks of this quarantine that, you know, you want to shout out to the people that you want the people to, you know, watch? It doesn't even have to be a movie or a show. All forms um, of media. Whatever media. you've listened to, um, anything that you um, have, anything that has, like, you know, caught your eye, something that you want to shout out. The thing, the, well, the first one I saw was that fucking Tiger King. I don't know Ooh. if y'all saw that. Well, this is perfect because I saw that. The, I think the first weekend it came out because I wasn't doing a goddamn thing that weekend. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I put it on, and I was like, what is this? A lot of left turns, huh? Rush. I don't even know what the fuck was going on until like the fourth <laughs> episode, and I was like, okay, all right. So hold up, Carol Baskin did it. Who who did what now? <laughs> Would you say okay? So I watched it as well. I watched the first two episodes, and I was like, um. I don't know, like, I'm, I'm, I want to watch it because it's the trend right now, but it was like, I was in and out of it, it didn't really catch me, and then the third episode, I was like, alright, it's getting more interesting, but yeah. there was like, excuse me, sorry, there was a lot going on, and um, the, with the third episode, I am more interested in it now, but I haven't finished it yet, yeah. so I'm not really, like, worried about the spoilers, but um, it did take till the third episode to really grasp me, but if to you're really saying win. the fourth episode, if it's yeah. like that... Um, well, I mean, with no spoilers, the, it's like the concept, you know what it is, right? Yeah. There's, like this, there's, there's, there's exotic animal owner. And then and there's, there's another a, one. Yeah. And then there's the animal rights one. So the first episode is about one. Second one's about the other one. Mm-hmm. Third one's about the other one. The fourth one is like when they all tie in. Oh. And it feels like a Tarantino film because it's like they all tie in together. And it's like, hold the fuck up. Just a weird roller coaster. But you also finished it, right, Birdman? Correct. Because you recommended it for me to watch it last week. Yes. Um, speak on it as well, because I know this is like the number one trending topic on Netflix at, at the moment. What you think it is, it isn't about. Mm-hmm. Like everyone, oh, it's about tigers and big cats. It really ain't about that. That's just the backdrop. 
Mm-hmm. And it's like murder for plot hire, fucking occult. Um, some crazy bitch killing her husband. Yeah, I saw that. Like again, no spoilers, but there was a girl saying that um, to be a part of this like family, it's kind of like a cult because you have to work nonstop to take care of these big cats. It was all sense. women. It was Doc Doc Antle's group over there in North Carolina or some mm-hmm. shit like yeah, that. Yeah, the other guy. And it's he has all women working there. And mm-hmm. if you want to be like a big wig there, you have to sleep with them basically. Mm. A cult. <laughs> a cult. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I'm not gonna. I am interested now. Mm-hmm. I just gotta finish it now. You know what I mean? So, um, I think I said that I was getting kind of tired of Netflix. Like, I was getting tired of Netflix putting out shit and it making me feel like I needed to watch it, regardless if I was interested or not. But um, this is this one has really prevailed forward. Like, people are like, "No, you need to watch this show." So I don't know. I I still gotta finish it, but you know. You guys finished it overall. How would you guys feel about the show in general? Like, it's a, it's a must watch. Better, better than Don't Fuck with Cats and better than the Tyler really? Hernandez doc. Really? Yeah. Better than Aaron Don't Hernandez. Fuck with Cats. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Aaron Hernandez was that, that's the type of shit you see like on ESPN. Yeah. I feel like personally. Could have been a 30 but, for 30. You know what I mean? Could have been a 30 for 30 for sure. But the Don't Fuck with Cats, to me, it was like, what the fuck am I watching? It was enthralling for sure. What the fuck is this? Hold up. That, that that's to me I feel like with the Tiger King it was like that it's like what the fuck am I watching what am I really watching yeah that's it's, why I think it gets you sucked into it's it it's almost the thing is almost the th- same as uh, Tiger King because like two evils going against each other yeah, and there's mm. three of those fucking assholes yeah, cause you have like with uh, the don't fuck with cats you have like the Facebook group yeah. and like how crazy is the Facebook group to just like go into detail with all the videos and just like oversharing and oversharing until yeah. they finally get it you know, well, one thing that really fucked with me on that "Don't Fuck with Cats" mm-hmm. with that with that one lady, um, how she got an email on somebody following her in the casino. Oh, and yeah. It, and they never went anywhere else with that. Like they ne- they never said who who sent that video. Uh, they never said where that video came from. They never said anything. They never. They just left you on a cliff note with that one, and that was it. And I was like, I want to know who sent that video. Like, was it that dude? Who was it? You know that that dude was crazy. Who, I, that's what I'm saying. Who who was the one that followed her at her work to show that? Like, why are they gonna say that mm. and never speak on it again? That bugged me. You're a Michael Jackson fan, right? Yeah. Okay. Where are you going with this? <laughs> Where's know, this going with that? <laughs> we're going back to Tiger King. Okay. Do you know him on the uh, alligator pen burnt up with all the the studio and all that? Yeah. Those are Michael Jackson's alligators. No way. Yeah. How did you find that out? It was on Twitter. No way. And it was like the biggest Wait, is thing. There, is there Carfax for that or just Twitter gossip? I believe it's Carfax. I no, no. Twitter. Is there I Carfax? I Twitter over like Fox I need, No, I need Carfax. I need like legit. We can die. I need receipts. It. Show me receipts. That's the type of thing. <laughs> I don't think that's not, I don't think that's a fact checker type of thing. That's, he's going to have to be in there for a while. I need receipts for that type of shit. But the thing is, it, it sounds legit because Michael Jackson had a bunch of shit. He had a whole fucking giraffes and whatnot. So who knows? But. Well, that, they were um, like the top, like they were the exotic animals, yeah. like owners. So yeah. it's very, but, I, mean, I believe yeah, it. It's, it's to say that the alligators that he had there were owned by Michael Jackson previously. Yeah. That's pretty random. The absence of evidence isn't the evidence of absence. <laughs> well, I need receipts. You know what I mean? <laughs> so definitely 
check out Tiger King, and I still gotta watch Don't Fuck with Cats. But definitely, you have not seen that, no. yet. bro. You've been home for two weeks. I know. You I've have been, not seen that. I've been playing Pokemon. That's fair. You got your kids with you. That's fair. <laughs> no, that's fair. But, you don't uh, have your own time. You got yeah, family time. It's so, different. Um, but definitely recommend Tiger King. Like, it's not just trendy. Like, it needs to be watched. Yeah, no, definitely. I think to me, I feel like I watched it before it got trendy. Mm. It was I was home. Mm-hmm. And it just knew But it. you do that You it was always watch release. a bunch of shit on Netflix No matter what I think I catch it I get lucky and I catch it That's fair I get lucky and I catch the new releases And I'm just like Oh shit What the fuck is this So I saw the trailer And I was like I got sucked in The rabbit mm-hmm. hole At the end of it Whose team are you on? Because at the end of it I was like Fuck Joe Exotic He's oh. a snitch He read it out on all his boys Like come on We, we picking sides If we gonna pick sides At the end of it I can't pick a side Because Joe Yeah he read it on everybody Um homeboy um doc doc yeah he his whole thing with the whole cult type <laughs> what thing. was he a doctor of <laughs> doctor of love apparently because uh, doctor, doctor of love because he had all the stories with him and then homegirl is like yo i want to i want I, I hated Kyle i Baskin. want a own documentary of just her by herself like i want to watch that there was really no real winners yeah, yeah she there was, was no winners she was super interesting it was entertaining as fuck though did she kill her husband or did you she not mean? I don't know. Um, but, uh, you know, you guys chime in. What else have you guys been watching this week? Uh, I started watching uh, Letterkenny on Hulu. What is that? It's almost like a new age Trailer Park Boys. Okay. And you're a big fan of Trailer Park I Boys. I am. You love I Trailer am. Park Boys. And um, it really caught my attention. I like it. Is it on the nose with Trailer Park Boys? or No, it's kind of like mm, it's on the same road, but it's not in the same lane. They're doing oh. their own thing with it. Is it's, it? It's uh, Canadian TV. Canadian. <laughs> is it a Netflix exclusive? Hulu. Oh, Hulu. Sorry. Hulu exclusive. Okay. Interesting. Very interesting. Is that it? Yeah. Edward? Well, I'm watching a few. Well, I have a few things to recommend. I'm let doing, us know. Uh, let the people know. I'm watching All American right now. I'm a few episodes in. I don't remember if we've talked about this yet. Um, I think we it spoke on scrapped. it briefly. Yeah. It's this. Uh, it's a C. It's pretty much a CW show. Is the best way to describe it. Super dramatized. It's very dramatic. It's very corny, but it's just, it's really entertaining. It's hard to stop watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess it's based on a, a real story. Yeah. That's the football one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But you, Gus, you grew up in the era of all that shit, right? The OC, Friday Night Lights, and like shit like that, right? Um, Were you a fan of those shows? I, no. Okay. Well, that, during that time period, I was working a lot. What about so, Dawson's Creek? No. No? Okay. <laughs> no. Well,. That time period, I mean, it was popping. Mm. Uh, the OC was popping. Uh, I think they brought out 90210 again. Yeah, like some shit like that. Nip-tuck. I would, I would describe Nip-tuck. this show yeah. like that, but with football. But people don't watch it because it's about a football player or anything. Um, Why do they watch it? Then? It's just super dramatic it's and addictive. It's, just, it's so bad that you can't look away. Type thing. It's like a guilty pleasure. Oh. Um, but like once you watch it, you're like, this is stupid. And then you're on episode seven, you're like, well, shit. I guess I'm, I might as well just finish it. Yeah, it's it's. I enjoy it. Like it's not. I can't recommend it because the acting or the story or anything, but it's enjoyable. It yeah, it's it's enjoyable. It's and not. It's a Netflix special, right? Yeah, it's on Netflix. It comes out, but it just got no, off is of it, Netflix. Is it produced by Netflix? No, no, it's no. a CW. Is it actually CW? Mm-hmm. Okay, so they show it on TV. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they're just re-airing it on Netflix. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's they not like the greatest. Weird. Is it real? Is it a real show? Is it like a documentary series? No, 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 it's no. Like because a, it's about a football player. He doesn't play football anymore, but it's based in like real time somehow. 
because like in this show they have like Nipsey passing and everything. Oh, they t- they bring it so up. So they took more like they took more artistic um like. Back, yeah, it's not. Like, it's based life. on it, but it's not in the right in the same. So area. he ain't get no scholarship or nothing. Well, it has, he's in high school still. Okay, that makes more sense because I thought it was kind of like following his story like mm-hmm. to a T, but it's just inspired by oh, it's his inspired story. Inspired by his story. Oh, well, uh, that makes sense. Wait, by whose story? Some guy that used to play for the Ravens. Um, okay. I don't know what position he played, but I don't even know his name. It's Spencer uh, something. Yeah, I'm not too sure, but pretty much what we're trying to say is that the Blind Side. No, no, it's <laughs> different. This show is so bad it's good. Like once you start watching it, you can't stop watching it for sure. Yeah, I also something else I've been doing is I've been revisiting some old music. I know I, uh, I don't know how it came up, but I kept I've been listening to a lot of Timbaland. I don't know why, man. Obviously, yeah, I don't know what it is, but man, he fucking ruled the two thousands. That was that was his time. He ruled. He ruled? was the king of it, man. That's interesting, man. He made he made everybody. Isn't Timberlake, Missy Elliott? He made some big people. Well, that's what we stated that you know take this time to go back and listen yeah, to some stuff. So yeah, you're doing it right. As for myself, uh, I'm still watching Peaky Blinders. Not done yet, but watching um, what? Peaky Blinders what is on it? Netflix. It's about this gang uh, back in the 1920s, like in London, and they. Um, the main character is a uh, scarecrow from Batman Begins, Cillian Murphy. Yeah, yeah. And um, he's pretty much the head of his like gang, and um, he's kind of you know think of it as a Breaking Bad. But um, it's like set back in the day. They're not like funneling drugs or anything, but he kind of wants to, you know, take care of his family. But he's doing, you know, crime to do that, you know, like the 20s. Yeah, like the, the 20s. 20s crime. But it's really good Um, on season three now. Um, Sam Neill, uh, he was like the kind of like the main villain on it in the first two seasons. And Tom Hardy's in it now. So it's getting really interesting. Um, It's a well-produced show for sure. Um, It's enjoyable. If you like kind of anything crime like that, it's pretty good. But also, um, I watched um, Alpha Dog is on Netflix. And Alpha Dog, to me, is one of those movies that I always really loved. And I don't own it. But um, it was on Netflix, and I threw it on. And it was really weird. And I don't know why I'm recommending this, but um, I just really liked the film. But it was really weird watching it as a parent now because that stuff can happen in an instant. And if you guys don't know the story of or the movie of Alpha Dog, um, it's about this drug dealer. Um, this guy owes him money. Obviously, he doesn't pay him, so he kidnaps the dude's brother, and so they take the brother with him throughout the his younger brother. Right? Yeah, his younger brother throughout the time frame, and um, you know the kid he he wants to get out, so he feels like everything's cool. Like, oh, I'm hanging out with older people. I'm hanging out with cool people. Like, he doesn't think anything Catching of it. A wave. But something, you know, they're they're trying, they're holding him for ransom pretty much. And they're, you know, some bad shit's going to happen. But I don't know. I don't know if it was just because at the time the film was released, like it was like 06, 07. Like it was a cool, like, oh, this is cool. This is trendy. Like it's a good movie. And it was like very, had that grit of like the mid 2000s. But watching it as a parent now is crazy because thinking about your kids like being older and anything can happen to them in an instant is, um. Is an, it's pretty insane, to be honest with you. So I definitely watched it with a new set of eyes. And if you are a parent out there, um, you know, check this out. Because uh, I think, you know, it'll kind of open your your eyes and your mind more. But overall, I still think the movie's pretty good. It has a good cast. And uh, I just, I don't know, I just like the movie. But it, it was kind of like, I did get taken aback by it watching it as a parent now. Because it is crazy that 
you know, these things can't happen in, in an instant. So. Now, was it, it's, is it based on a true movie? It's based on a real I mean, life story, story but story. Um, I did some more research on it because I got really interested in it, and um, they changed a lot of the names and stuff out but of respect, I believe. Sure. So it's based on true events. Yes, but based on true events for yeah. sure. It's not like to a T. Yeah, because I, um, I remember when that came out, I never watched it, and then my brother-in-law was like, yo, this movie's fucking dope, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll get to it. I think I got to it like five years later. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, yeah, it's based on a true fucking story. And I was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. They're, o- they're OC kids, right? Uh, Claremont. Claremont, yeah. Locals. Claremont, yeah. Pomona, yeah. yeah. Shit's crazy. So, um, you know, t- fucking watch your kids, man. <laughs> like, shit's crazy. But uh, anything else you guys want to recommend? Buy Animal Crossing. Oh, yeah, I want to play Animal Crossing. And what's that? It's like Sims, but like something else. What, a farm? Yeah. Kind of. It's right. fun. It's a good way, good way to pass the time on Switch. Sh- you play shit. Sims? I got shit to do, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be a dick, I, I, no. He ain't no creative player. I know. I got, yeah, no, I it's something, I guess people are describing it as it's very relaxing, and especially in this time right now. Um, It's like a virtual game, obviously, so like you get Sims to, farms. yeah, you get to escape and be it's in this so world. Farms. Yeah. Um, You get to be in this new world, and you know, it's like an escape from whatever the fuck is going around. Yeah. So people are pretty much saying that this came out at the perfect time. Yeah, I just bought into the hype, and I wanted to see what everybody was talking about, and mm. I'm not mad at it. It's it's weird to like it, because it feels like a kid game, but mm. it is relaxing. Is, is it a phone game, or like a video game? No, it's game not Switch. a video game. Like, it's on the, the Switch, Switch and Nintendo, The Nintendo yeah. Switch? Yeah. But even, like, how Eddie said, like, I'm definitely buying into the hype. Like, it's one of those, like, I'm getting FOMO about it, because everybody, it's not just, like, video game people, like, celebrities are playing Play it. it. So it's like, yeah. I want to know what it is, you know what I mean? Well, that was our weekly recommendations for the week. Um, thank you guys for chiming in with all that. I hope you guys watch all those shows and listen to that music. And, uh, you know, if you guys play Animal Crossing, tell us about it. Um, but, like we said, we have our first guest on the show, Gusso Kalel. And, uh, you know, we want to ask you We want to ask you a few questions. We want to we wanna get to know you a little better. So, you know, tell us about yourself. How did you get into music? What made you want to create music? I don't know. It just kind of happened, to be honest. It mm-hmm. really happened. Um, I'm pretty sure everybody fucking knows the story, uh, but it started off by writing poems. Okay. My boy Haas, Cam, well, Cam. Cam. Cam Cameron. Cameron uh, had a homegirl, uh, Cheyenne, that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, y'all know the story, uh, that I was like, yo, we in the seventh grade, what's up, what's she about, like, I don't got no game, like, she's your best friend, like, what's the word? He was like, yo, write her a poem. And I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> I don't know how to write poems. Um, so, yeah, that's how it started. I, I f- fell in love with writing poems. Mm-hmm. And it just became one thing after another to where writing poems to writing raps to even in high school, I wanted to do a band, but it was hard to get people together to do a band in high school. Yo, yeah. So that was just like, this, is, this whole band shit is not going to happen, so I'm just going to stick to rapping. Um, to where after high school, yeah, I think it was the summer after graduation, I recorded I'm Going Crazy, which is still everyone's favorite to this and, day. And that was the start of it all, pretty much. I think that was the start of like it as a career path. Is music a way for you to express yourself? Like, Has there ever been a day that you've wanted to walk away from music? Like, do you feel like it'll always be a part of your life, regardless if you, like, release things or not? I don't know. That's a good one. Because I know, I know when, um, 
when I settled down with the significant other, I didn't need music. I felt like I mm. felt like I could talk to her about whatever it is I needed to speak mm-hmm. about. And I feel like with music, it's like that's my outlet. That's yeah. that's my go to. That's my venting. That's where I don't give a fuck what anybody has to think about it. Like I'm gonna say what I gotta say, regardless. And that one time where I thought it was like this is it. You know, mm. this is this is that's where I'm gonna settle down. This is the person I'm gonna tell everything to. I walked away from it, um, but then I came back with mm-hmm. thanks for nothing um, because everything I needed to say mm-hmm. because that person was not there no more. So thanks for nothing was the kind of jumpstart back into it because the whole beforehand we were doing we were doing shows at the Knitting Factory, the House of Blues, all these pay to play shows, um, and it felt good. Like, I felt like a legit fucking artist. Like, I felt like I was somebody. Um, and then love happened, and I was like, I don't I don't need music. I'm yeah. I'm fine where I'm at. I'm fine with being average Joe Schmo, this and that. And then came back to it, and it's like, yo, I fucking need this. So after, like, discovering that, you feel like, um, regardless if you don't release music, like, when you do find your significant other, your one, um... Do you feel like you would still kind of create it? Like, oh no, definitely. I'm, yeah. with, I'm with somebody right now. Mm-hmm. I'm with somebody right now, and I'm excited to see what what type of energy she's gonna give me to to see what I come with. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited to see to see where this new era, I guess, with of gusto would go. Because I mean, obviously, I'm independent. No one fucking really knows me. You have to be a, a hardcore listener to see mm-hmm. the levels of what I've brought to the table. To mm-hmm. from what thanks for nothing to working with Crisis to working with the Brown Mambas to working mm-hmm. with solo shit to now back with Divine Elements. You know now I'm like in a headspace where I'm at. You know I'm excited to see where I'm gonna go with this new person in my life. Do you ever get lost in your persona? Do you think you have a persona or is this just you? Um, I think it's me amped up. To be honest, like you to the second power. Yeah, I think it's me amped up. Like this is this is who I am. You know, you know, you know, you 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 are who you mm-hmm. are, Bert. Uh huh. And then there's Bert drunk. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's the type of shit. Is what it is. As okay. a, as an artist, there's there's you, and then there's like yeah, there's you. You know, there's there's this voice. Hello, who the fuck this is? You know, that's that's like the walls breaking down. That's the you know that's that's what it is. And I don't think there's a persona. I just think there's just a. A character that you bring to the table but it's not even the persona it's when you get on stage um you kind of transform a little bit like you're in stage mode like you um not just you in general but or not just you personally but people who perform when they get on that stage they they change you know what i mean they yeah. they, they get involved with it and um it really like brings something else out of them you know what i mean yeah and i've seen it from you before because you know i'll be there backstage with you right before you go on stage and um it's off you're it's not like it's not that i can't fuck with you but i know that you're being serious about what you're about to do and you're about to perform and i'm like oh shit he's gusto kaleo right now he's about to perform he's about to go on stage he's about to do his thing you know what i mean yeah and um i don't know i feel like it's uh how you how you said um is it persona is it your persona or is it you know just you and i don't know i feel me personally i feel like i could see both like well well the thing with with that is i feel like you want to give people what the fuck they came to see Mm -hmm. you know like i've i've been to shows to where we've been to shows together to where it's like this big ass name is boring as fuck you know what i'm saying you want to be entertained you don't want to go to a show and it's just boring 
So yeah, yeah you have to amp it up. You have mm-hmm. to make it entertaining. And to me, like I was in theater in middle school, so like I'm big on performances. I'm big on like you know making you walk away, like yo, that was dope. Who the fuck was that? Yeah. You know, I'm I'm heavy on that. Um, so the thing is, I don't really think it's a persona, but I think it's more of like a character that I develop because even the, the character of solo gusto compared to the character of the, the front runner of the Brown Mambas, Mm -hmm. it's, it's a different person. Yeah. I feel like it's a different person. You know what I'm saying? I got a, Mm -hmm. I got a vocal equalizer for the Brown Mambas, you know, that I foot pedal that I fuck with. I don't bring that to the table when I'm doing gusto shit, mm-hmm. but I bring it to the table when I'm doing brown mama shit. You add a you add an element to your shows it's that different. you wouldn't do in your hip hop. Yeah, shows. it's different. So with this new project, what gusto are we gonna get? Are we getting like a rappy gust? Are we getting a little bit of love gust? A rocky no, no. Gust? This this new this new project that we doing is a divine element gusto. Me, my big brother Bliss. So we, you we, are working on a new project right yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> There's a new project under quarantine that we're working on, which is definitely kind of hard to 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 find time to to mm-hmm. do with with time and everything. But there's a, it's a duo project with my big brother Bliss. Um, so, sorry before you continue. So, um, I like to describe you as the Kanye to my Cuddy, right? Would you describe Bliss as a Jay Z to your Yay? Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, he's definitely the whole, the whole. He's he's a he's the Jordan to my Pimpin. He's he's my big he's my big brother. Mm-hmm. Definitely my big brother. So you know it's yeah I'm I'm the oldest. As a sibling, so I've never really had a big brother. So definitely, he's my big brother. So, with this project that we're doing, he's 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 getting me out of my comfort zone. You know, it's not the sappy gusto sad shit. Mm-hmm. It's the whole like, let me try to rap a one, one one line the entire line. Mm-hmm. Let me try to rap the word word the entire six bar type shit. Let me try to rap without cussing. Let me try to you know challenging challenging me as a big brother exactly. we're challenging you to like yo what's up what you got you know so, so with this um so the pat so thanks for nothing came out right and um 14 you, 14 um beautiful chaos um that was what 16 then midnight midnight was your next one or there was a one between the two if we're going down if we're going down the 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 rabbit hole it was uh thanks for nothing 14 Styles of a Comfort with Crisis, 15. Uh, Beautiful Chaos is 16. Is Mamba 17 or Took 18? a break, 17. Okay. Mamba's was 18. Midnight Off Eucalyptus and Enter Your Little Prom Just 19. was 19. Okay, so how you're saying with him, would you feel like this has been the most that you've been challenged since um, those days? Like, Do you feel like you are you're coming with something new with this new project? How, how Eddie said, like, a little bit of love, Gus, a little bit. Is this going to be a new, not a new gusto, but do you feel like a, a rebreath, like a refresh? No, you? I think, and that's the thing. That's why, like, I really, I really love Kanye. Mm-hmm. A, lot, a lot of people hate on him. Mm-hmm. I really love Kanye because every project that he puts out is a different form of who he is. Yes. So that's where I feel like, okay, the last project that I put out was anniversary project. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really, like, a, like a... A project itself it was an anniversary but even project for the with people. that, like Sammy Nabakanya, you still took you know creative liberty to you know add something to it. You just you didn't just release an old project. Yeah, you, no, we added some. You shit. took liberty. I, I closed and, a chapter. Yeah, I closed a chapter. The story that I've been telling for so, too fucking goddamn long. <laughs> um, but the thing is, though, like with the Brown Mamas, it was a different project. That to me, that was challenging. I mm. never, I've never worked with a group of individuals to where we're we're writing 
music pieces. Yeah. Like, it was from scratch. It wasn't a producer making shit. It was from scratch. It wasn't somebody making a beat, you laying a verse. Like, it was... It was the drummer laying shit down, the guitarist, the bass player. It was... It, that To me, that was fucking challenging. Mm-hmm. Now, to the next challenge, to where I'm working with Bliss, to where his lyrical content, I'm like, I gotta step up. I gotta make sure that everything I do... Is it's it's a basketball game. Mm-hmm. You're 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 squaring off with your big brother. You want to fucking beat him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 a competition, but it's friendly competition. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those things. So is is music? Um, is it fun to do? Is it has it ever been a drag for you? Like has no, it ever music, been like music's fun and competitive, mm-hmm. especially with the, your your local artists. Like you can say like yeah exactly, but how um I do want to get into that, but how you said it's challenging, but is the challenge, does it ever overshadow, like, having fun with music? Like, does a challenge ever, like, kind of, like, give you a bad taste in your mouth? Or On you the like the note, challenge? Is there ever enough challenges? Is there ever going to be, like, where there's no more challenges? There better be. I, I'd like to hope there better be. I li- I'd like to hope that there's always going to be something that I'm over at to come. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is, I'm, I'm at this level, at, a, at a, you know, a, a five and shit, mm-hmm. working with so-and-so. The next challenge up is working with Pharrell, you know, working with those guys. You mm-hmm. you want to keep elevating. You want to keep pushing yourself. You want to keep challenging yourself. At the same time, definitely have fun with it. Because if you're not having fun with it, what's, and the it and it's, what's the fucking point? You're just doing it for the fucking money, you know, and then you can hear it in the content. You're like, yo, he sold out, mm-hmm. you know, simple as that. But I'd like to think I'd like to hope there's always a challenge. Especially with the people that you fucking work with. Yeah. Your peers and shit, your mm-hmm. your teammates, you know, the people that's around you, the local talent around you, you know. You wanna surpass those people to get to the mainstream and then you wanna surpass those people. You know, the point is to get to the top and have fun with it. You know? You want that mama mentality, you know, like <laughs> ain't nobody stopping me. Yeah. You know. That's fair. And like going back to like your, you know, your peers, um, what I admire about you as not just your little brother, but as, you know, um, just a fan of music, um, you're not just rapping. You're really trying to make songs and you're really how I stated in the beginning. You really put your your whole heart on every track. Do you feel like you're really competing with people that are just on that rapidy rap shit or do you feel like you're on a different level? Like because you really do try to bring a different type of artistry to um, the people out here. You know what I mean? You, you try to bring a different form of music to the IE, I would say. Are you yourself your biggest competition, would you say? Oh, definitely. I, I feel like, no. I think Bird, yeah, definitely. I feel like mm-hmm. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be Gusto of last year and I'm trying to, you know, surpass Gusto of next year. Okay. Definitely. Because I think there's a definitely a stigma because um, I'll never forget when Tyler said to about Damo, um, yeah, Damo could rap, but can he make a song? And with you, I feel like you can definitely rap, but you can definitely make a song, and that puts you past a lot of people out here. But the thing is, a lot of my shit, it's very personal. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, I don't really make songs to like, oh, this is going to slap. Yeah. This is going to be a banger. You know, a, a lot of a lot of artists do that. They do like, oh, let me make a slap slapper let me make a banger let me make something that's going my shit is is just it's personal it's legitly personal and i try to i try to sneak in the slappers from here and there and i try to sneak in you know to get the attention but for the most part it's just my memoirs so you know like people like drink for therapy people like do drugs for therapy would you say this is your therapy oh this is this is my fucking therapy (laughs) 
dead ass. Everyone's like, yo, why you write so many fucking songs about your fucking old girl, this and that? It's because when you have that person, when you're going through a breakup and you, you get you get drunk, you want to fucking text them, you want to fucking call them, you want to fucking like just, hey, fuck you, I miss you, you know, that type of shit. To me, it's like I've been through that down road before. I don't want to look stupid. So whatever it is I feel like I need to say to that person, so you're you're I'm showing just, your I'm gonna put, scars. I'm gonna put it on. I'm gonna put it on a track. You're showing your scars more or less. I guess if you want to say that. I mean, I'm. I'm. I, the thing is, I'd rather put it out to make me feel better on a track mm. than to text it to somebody who don't really give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? I could text that person like, "Yo, this is how I'm feeling at the time," and then I'm gonna get a text back in the morning when I'm sober, like, "You're fucking retarded." <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Compared to like, "Yo, I'm gonna make a fire ass track. Who's gonna help people heal?" You know what I'm saying? Like this, what I just, what I just vented on how I felt about the topic that I wanted to talk to somebody about, you know, somebody else and be like, yo, I feel that I'm not going to text that person either. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to get drunk and tell that person how the fuck I feel when the next day that person's not going to give a fuck. To me, it's venting. It helps me out. It's my, it is my therapy, but at the same time, it's fucking fun to do those slappers and a bangers with a band and just to, to jump around and just. You know, do you get closure? Oh fuck yeah! I feel like with with the with the uh, and her yellow prom dress, this uh, annual uh, the ten year anniversary, that was the icing on the cake. Hmm. It was, and even at that, some of those songs were like three years old that I've had closure for years. Y'all don't know about it though. You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't know about it until I put it out. Mm-hmm. You know, so to me, it is closure. I'm that's what I'm saying. Like I'm looking forward to see where I'm gonna go with my music career with this new girl that I'm with. I'm excited to see what type of I might fuck around and make a fucking the happy song with like Pharrell. You know what I'm saying? Like you might get a side of Gusto you ain't never that I ain't never seen before. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm looking forward to it. I'm in a good place. I'm excited to see where this journey's gonna take me with my music. So this new album's a collaborative album? This new album's a dual album. Are you gonna do like a Watch of Thrones kind of album or like we go bar for bar or are you gonna just feature? <sighs> you gotta watch it. <laughs> it's right. just it's it's us, but we have singers on the hooks. Okay. So for for the for the bar for bars, it's us. Um, but for the hooks, we have people featured on the hooks. Um, I'm looking forward to it. It's mostly probably hundred percent oh produced by oh gosh. Leotis. Shout out to Oh Gosh for sure. Um, but definitely it's bar for bar with us with singers. There's How far along would you say you guys are on it? We're halfway through. Okay. Okay. Yeah, 100%. we're halfway through. Nice. I'm fucking we did one like two weeks ago. Okay. And I'm like skeptical on like the whole quarantine thing, like, yo, we should not, but we should, but we should not. Mm-hmm. Like, should I even be here for this podcast type thing? Uh, like <laughs> we don't even know we should be here. <laughs> you right know what now. I mean? It's like we're hella fucking close type shit, but you know. The world still has to go, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. but we're ha- we're halfway through. We're halfway through. I'm excited for it. Um, excited to hear it. Yeah, definitely. I'm excited for y'all to hear it. It's a different side. Um, so you to me, I feel like it's like a it's a it's a, a throwback for me to the roots of of the divine elements. And I feel because um, I think I stated on the last pod that I met you, and I call you my big brother. Um, but you're not my big brother, <laughs> but I met you at a time. You got three big bros. Shout yeah, out to them. I got three big brothers. I love all three of them, but, um, shout outs to them. But I met you at a time where, you know, you, you were kind of going through a lot and, um, no, you, you, met, you met me at a good time at a good time. And then, and it, then it transitioned. And then, and then, then the shit show. Yeah. You know How'd I mean? y'all meet? Uh, <laughs> I, I was dating his cousin. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I was wow. Dating, I was yeah. dating his cousin, and the thing is, uh, <laughs> he he was he was young. He didn't really come around, so I never knew him before. Hmm. And I was dating her for years and shit. Um, but he was like 16, 17. Yeah, 17, about to be 18, I so believe. So I, I, I didn't, you know, we're not, we're 24. We ain't fucking with no youngsters and shit. Um, but then he came to the picture. It was him, Lee, Tim, uh, the whole the whole squad, basically. And we, we, we hung out at a party, and we just started talking music. And after that, we had a full-on two-hour conversation about who's who, what's what, what's better, whoop-de-whoop, just like, yo, music, 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 music. And um, pretty much like, yeah, I've always had big brothers, you know what I mean? But we have years between us, you know what I mean? So um, when I met Gus, it was like a perfect time that I got to kind of discuss similar interests with somebody who was who was older and gave me a different perspective, but who was still young enough to relate to things that I liked as a youth. You know what I mean? My brothers, um, the things that they liked was way past, like there was a, a big generational gap, you know what I mean? Gus was right in the middle to where I felt like, oh, wow, like there's somebody older that I could look up to that, um, you know, I can, you know, learn from and grab stuff from. So, uh, I mean, the whole story is, you know, weird and crazy and how everything turned out. But I don't know. Like I said, like you're I do consider you like my Obi-Wan. I do consider you like the Obi-Wan to my Luke Skywalker. And uh, you helped me out with a lot of things that I've gone through in my life. And um, yeah, I would I wouldn't doubt and say that you are my fourth big brother you know what i mean definitely because um we could always relate like you taught me the older side and um i was still able to show you the youth you know there was a good blend and it just it, it just yeah it just worked so yeah. that's pretty much how we met <laughs> no but the thing is though a lot of people don't fucking know um like when my brother passed um i hit rock bottom i didn't want to fucking talk to nobody like my brother passed in 13 I I just I couldn't I could I couldn't fucking handle it. I was just drinking a lot, and he would show up at my apartment with a, with some beer and nothing to say. He's like, I don't know what the fuck to tell you, but when you're ready to talk, I'm here. And we would just drink and listen to Tupac. I think it was like a couple of days to actually say something to him. It was mm-hmm. a couple of days to actually say something to him. And to me, that was like, okay, I could trust this little motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I mean, like. I could really, I could really trust this little motherfucker. Like you, you know, you really skeptical on the people that come in your life, new people that come in your life. But at that moment, I was like, okay, he a ride or die. He's my little, bro. I'm gonna fuck with him. He's my little brother. I'm gonna fuck with him. Before it was just party fun. We hang out, you know, yeah, do this thing, <laughs> have a good time. But when, when my reality hit for my, my, my shit show, for him to just post up like that, and I was just in the garage, like I didn't want to go upstairs. I didn't want to do nothing. I just went to work, and want to get drunk. You know, not deal with reality, and then he would just post up, and I was like, "Y'all respect that? Like, I really respect that." And I fuck, and then that's just now I'm the godfather to his kids. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you like know, father now. Now it's just it's a never anything type shit. But um, yeah, like even pretty much the basis with us meeting was through music. Like he, I remember one day I gave him my laptop, and I was like, "Give me everything <laughs> you have." I forgot about that. <laughs> so uh, he. Uh, from Jay Z to Kanye to Common Dom to um, Tupac and Biggie, like Dom he Kay. showed me, um, you know, all that shit. So I got to I got to revisit those back catalogs. Erica Badu, like somebody I would never listen to, you know what I mean? He was able to show me that stuff. So like it was, 
it that's why I really looked up to him because at that whole point in my lifetime, like I was just all about music. So anybody that I met that was that loved music as well, like I just you know, I just related with them. Yeah, so. you still the same way though. You love music. Oh yeah, yeah, you, no doubt. You a big, you a big fan for sure. Um, we got a couple fan questions over here, Gus. Okay. Um, so I don't know if you answered it or not, but through this quarantine, say if things really do hit the fan you know what will keep you inspired to create keep creating music because obviously we can you know fall into a like a black hole of you know watching netflix and you know catching up on sleep is will you be able to still be inspired to create music even though you can't be in the studio or something like how would you how do you handle that if shit hits the fan i ain't thinking about music at all (laughs) (laughs) i think it's safe to say if we go around the table and shit if shit really hits the fan like i think music's the last thing i'm thinking about to be honest that's fair if it really gets to the nitty-gritty type shit i mean it's a weird time right now so you know music's the last thing on my mind so to where it's like yo everyone needs to stay home are you always inspired or do, do things do certain things have to come out and inspire you it's a bit of both I think it's really a bit of both um, because there's there's my own personal thing that I want to put out, Mm -hmm. like those little loosey-goosies that Frank puts out. But there's also things where it's like, yo, I hear something, I want to do something with the band. Mm -hmm. I hear something and I want, and that's why I avoid listening to music. Mm -hmm. I avoid listening to new content because it's like, I hear something, I'm just like, yo, that shit fire. Like when I heard that uh, that G-Eazy game and Miguel track, mm-hmm. I was like, that shit slaps. I don't know who, if it's that popular for people to hear it. Mm-hmm. I never heard it. <laughs> yeah. But when I heard that track, I was like, yo, this beat is fire. Mm-hmm. Miguel does his thing. And I was just like, yo, I need to do something like this. So it's like, for the inspiration, it's like, it, it depends. It depends on what I'm doing. It depends on if it's the band, if it's depending on my solo shit. It depends on collaborating. You know, fucking Bird over here raps. I might do something with him. You know what I mean? You never know. Step your bars up, boy. <laughs> you know, it's the thing. Might have fucking Lee do a video for it, you know? Yeah, have, might have you do post-productions, you know what I'm saying? Let's do it, Ed, Ed, Eddie there for the thing. Might have the whole team there. You it's never know. It's definitely <laughs> a, the teamwork make the dream work. Um, so you said you're working on a new album. Do we have a release date or is that under wraps? No, there's no release date. Okay, we're just taking it as it comes. But the thing with the thing with being bliss is never we're not gonna force it. It's just when when the divine time is right, the divine time's right. But there's definitely an album in the works. Oh yeah, it's halfway done. Like okay. how do you ask me? I was like, it's, it's halfway done. Um, do you have any more things for nothing tees? <laughs> Who's asking? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll see what I got in the archive. Uh, those honestly, those sold out quick. That was a thing. That bro. was a thing. That Thanks shit. for nothing was a fucking thing, and I feel like I, I feel like I personally fucked up. Like that should have been an album. You should have like pushed that. Should have pushed that. It was a mixtape because it was my first time coming back. Yeah, it was my first time coming back to but where people I feel like, like whatever was happening in that year or whatever was happening in people's lives. Yeah, like that slogan was heartbroken. People fucked with yeah. it. Like everybody they ran was... with it, and they were like. Thanks for nothing. Yeah. Like fuck yeah, fuck yeah. you. Like fuck you. Thanks for nothing. It was 2016, right? No, it was 14. Yeah, 14. It was 14. That shit flew off the shelf. Like I literally did two two restocks. But the thing is, I that was my first time selling merch. That was my first time selling merch. That was my first time being introduced into that world of hip hop as of a money making scheme. You know, I to me, I just did music to do music. Mm-hmm. I was a MySpace rapper. You know what I mean? For me to come back from the time that it took off to come to this new era of like, yo, 
you can make money off shows, you can make money off merch, you can make money off this. I'm like, wait, hold the fuck up. This is all new to me, you know? And no one ever really told me before. Mm-hmm. So for Thanks for Nothing, if I can go back, like, I'd make it an album. Mm-hmm. I would put it on Apple All Music, original beats and everything. All original content. I'd put it on all original shit, you know? But it's it's a trial and error. You learn as you go type shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, but good. I'll see what I got in the... In the tuck? In the tuck. <laughs> so I look for a small... Um, all right. Um, you know, <laughs> I saw this, uh, <laughs> I saw this question and I didn't know if I wanted to ask it, but it's kind of a kooky one. And, uh, oh, you know, I don't know. It's from your boy, Haas. And he asked, would you rather charter NASA with a group of your people that you trust and go out to space for, uh, let's say five years, or would you rather go on a year long trip all paid for with your soulmate? Cam Cam Jackson asked me that. Haas. Yeah, I kind yeah. of worded it differently, but that's pretty much Hold the on, name on, you give see, it. See, you want it bar for bar? No, I want to see the proof. Did, was it Cam Cam Jackson that was the one that I have it me. on. I have it right here. Cause Cam, that's what I'm saying. Cam Jackson yes. was the one that got me into rapping. Haas. He's yes. the one that got me into fucking doing poetry. He's like, yo, write a fucking poem for Cheyenne. Yep, that's, that's Cam right there. Yep. Oh, damn. So, would you rather go to space with your boys, or do you would you go on an all-expense-paid vacation with your lady? Is pretty much the question. Five years with my boys in space. One-year trip with Shorty. In anywhere. space. No, he, he said... No, anywhere on Earth. On Earth? Yeah. Oh. Where, uh, where are you going to in space? You're, you got five years, baby boy. You go anywhere. You're just in space. It's like a there-and-back trip, or you got, like... Yeah, Colonized. once the five years are done, you're coming, you're coming, back, you're coming home. back home. <laughs> but it's not a specific destination. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go five years in space with the boys. 87th astronaut. But that's that's <laughs> that's the thing. That's the thing, though, because with space travel and shit, you go out in space for five years, you come back to Earth. It's ten years later. Mm. Because the thing is, the way Earth travels with space travel, you go out there for five years. Earth's rotating. People are getting older. <clears throat> While you staying the same age, well, so, if we're talking about some interstellar Earth, shit. Okay, so like we're on a okay, okay, hold on, hold on. We're not right, going there. So the sun travels around the Earth. All, all right, right, I'll see you later with this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> no, no flat Earth conversation. But the thing is, when you go in outer space, and you, you know the Earth keeps rotating. People get older on the planet Earth, so I might go up. Shorty might be ten years older than five years older. Are you in a sleep chamber? No, you live in life. You, I mean, yeah. Wait, am I in a sleep chamber? Is there alcohol? It, Cutter. Yes. There's a sleep chamber. Yeah, there is a sleep chamber. Why the fuck am I going out of space five years to do nothing? Then? But no, no, you're not out there to do nothing. But there is, you know, you get to rest. There is alcohol. I'll, I'll allow alcohol on the trip. Oh, so you're, <laughs> I'm paying for the. You're trip. paying for the trip. <laughs> okay. The open bar. It's an open bar. No, definitely. I'd, I'd go. I'd go with the homies. I definitely go with the homies. Um, five homies to one like you see see world from a different perspective. Fuck yeah, yeah. just make enough money to come back to go on a trip with Shorty. What the fuck, boom, two <laughs> you birds with one stone. You know what I'm saying? Two back. birds with one stone. Like what I'm selling to NBC. You know, I'm buying stocks while I'm out there. And then when we come back, we're going to travel. You know, what I'm saying shouts to to Camp Jacks on that one. I feel it. Um, all right, Gus. Well, since you are our first guest, and um, you know, I don't want to call you my guinea pig, but you're the guinea pig. Yeah. Um. You know, I'm going to I want to try these questions out with you and I want to for future guests. I want to, you know, have this a thing and I want to, you know, ask these people. So, you know, you have the honor of receiving these questions first. So what is a movie that you will never get sick of? 
Shit, that's a tough one. Uh, the Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Really? You can watch it. I can watch it front to back every day, whenever. I'm gonna go watch it right now. Okay. Huh. Who is your go-to sure. artist, or what is your go-to album? Oh, go-to album is uh, it's them Shady LP or NERD's In Search of. Okay. So one of those two. One, one of those two. two. All right. Are we doing these fast? I don't know. I feel like we're yeah, yeah, fast, fast, fast. You paused pause for a second. I was like, like I said, you're my guinea pig. We're, I'm, we're I'm, I'm, I'm learning with you as well. <laughs> my trigger finger ready. Um, if you can meet anyone dead or alive and have a 30 minute conversation with them, who would it be and why? It has to be either Kobe Bryant and for shits and giggles, fuck it, Bill Murray. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, what is a perfect life or how would you describe a perfect day in the life of Gusto Kalel? One day. One day. Anything. It'd be a Sunday. It'd be a Sunday. A Sunday. It'd be a Sunday. Waking up, cleaning up, prepping a barbecue for the homies, pulling up, catching a slight buzz because we got work the next day. Uh, a slight buzz, nothing crazy. Um, and then going about the business, just kicking, kicking with family and friends, catching the vibe with your catching people. the vibe with the people. All to right. me, that's the perfect day. Cause every other day is a hustle that all that shit's effortless. When you pull up to the crib, you got the ice. I got the brew, <laughs> you know, most definitely shout out to the ice guy. The ice guy is a clutch. Yes. <laughs> all right. And last question for you, Gus, when everything is all said and done and you leave this earth, how do you want to be remembered? Damn. Uh, it doesn't matter, to be honest. It's all perspective. Damn. To be honest, it it uh, I could sit here and hope for people's idea of me, but it doesn't really matter until I have children. You know, yeah. yeah you know, you got kids. I don't got kids yet. To me, I'd like for my kids to remember me in a different light. Um, people, I don't give a fuck. Because they're gonna paint me how they want to paint me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I, I don't care. I really don't. I can't really tell you like how would I like to be remembered because it doesn't fucking matter how I'd like to be remembered. It's mm-hmm. all perspective. They're gonna fucking take away what they take away from me, you know. And it's like I don't fucking care. And you know, you, what am I gonna worry about it? Am I gonna dwell on it? No, fuck it. It is what it is, you know. So. One day, I hope my family realizes that I did my all. I hope my homies fucking realize that I did fucking see them as family. Yeah. You know? And then everything else is just irrelevant. You know? The people that fucking want to see me how they want to see me is how they're going to see me. That was a great answer. Yeah. It's facts, was, though. It was that a real was answer. 10 out of 10. You got 100 on that answer. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. A plus. I didn't know I was getting scored, but thank you. <laughs> but that's just, I mean, that's just what it is, though. You know? Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, got, you know, I got a bunch of names. A couple of they call me to my face and shit. That's a whole quote. <laughs> asshole. <laughs> somebody, somebody somewhere is calling me an asshole. Somebody somewhere. But that's somewhere. that's their fucking problem, not yeah. mine, you know? Um, but with all that being said, I want to thank you for coming on. Um, I'm ecstatic that you were the first person. I wouldn't have it any, any other way. Um, you know, Killed stick it. around. We're almost out of here. So if you want to, you know. You know, vibe with us till we ride out. Um, oh no, I'm here for the burst of diamonds. Exactly. For sure. But I do want to thank you for coming on the show. Um, thank you for all your your wisdom and you know just sharing your story. And we really appreciate it. And, thank you. Uh, 
No. No, it's a blessing. It's a blessing to be here. It's just double blessing to be here with y'all. You know what I mean? It was beautiful. You did so, a good this job. was fun, yeah, man. No, I yeah, it. I mean this was fun. You know? Yeah, definitely. Oh, I hope. You know, and and that's the one thing. It's like y'all really doing your thing. Y'all had this idea to do this, and y'all really doing it. You know, and that's the first step because everybody has ideas, but nobody has the fucking balls and guts to actually do it. Yeah. Everybody wants to be a rapper, but nobody wants to fucking be a rapper. You know what I'm saying? Everybody just wants to persona. Nobody <laughs> wants to hustle. Nobody wants to put Sundays aside to do a podcast. You know what I mean? So I'm glad I'm here for y'all. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad Lee's here kicking in the back. Shout out Lee Vuitton. He ain't saying shit, but it's, it's family. <laughs> the back checker. You know, it's, it's, it's family shit, you know? So it's cool that y'all keeping it family ties for now until y'all blow the fuck up and just... Start fucking bringing, you know, hey, let's celebrities hope. in. You let's know what hope I mean? one day, man. But, you know, thank you, man. We love you. Um, with all that being said, uh, it is definitely almost time for us to get out of here. But, Birdman, if this is the last one, please, Bershadamas, let the people know what they want to hear. You ready? I'm ready. With all this time to yourselves, take some time to find yourselves. Ain't no job can determine your worth. Ain't no man, woman alive that can learn your value. Learn what you are and learn your worth. Damn straight. Is that Curtis Mayfield? Who's that? That sounds like a... That should be on a soulful beat somewhere. I thought about it earlier today. That should be on some soulful jazz shit. Somewhere. Somewhere. That somewhere should, out there. Somewhere. That should, that's just on some trumpet shit. <laughs> <laughs> know your worth. That's, that's beautiful. I love it. And that was... Bershadamas, everybody. Birdman, we love you. Um, you know, you're definitely the heart of this podcast. Like, you giving that wisdom every single week. Uh, I can't thank you enough, man. Sometimes it comes easy. Sometimes it's like... It could be hit or miss, day. but as long as you tell the people something, they're going to listen. It's usually from the heart. <laughs> and that's all that matters. So, um, with all that being said, um, fuck. I think we had a great pod. I had a great time um, discussing music and everything with you guys. Uh, honestly, I don't know if this is the last one because, you know, shit really is getting kind of crazy now. And uh, I think it is time that we take things a little bit more serious. So definitely check us out. Um, you know, we will keep you guys updated with anything that happens with any decision that we make. But, you know, let's try this IG live shit. This shit is popping. Let's see where it goes. Um but before we leave, any final thoughts, any shout-outs you guys want to give? Uh, shout-outs to all the healthcare workers, everybody working endless hours right now. Yeah, shout-out to the healthcare workers. Shout-out to the essential people for show. Um, I want to give a big shout-out to Cam Archer and Oh Gosh for releasing their EP, No Apologies. Everybody, please go stream that shit. It's in your phone right now. It's a great listen, and I think has potential to go somewhere. So definitely check that out. Um, Gus, any final, any shout outs, any final words? Just thanks for having me. I appreciate y'all. This was fun. Thanks for um, being here. Y'all keep doing your thing. Y'all keep building up. This is, I'm, I'm looking forward to see where this goes with y'all guys. Uh, but other than that, y'all be safe out there, man. No, for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, like we said, once again, we want to thank every single one of you for tuning in during this quarantine or whatever you guys are doing for you guys to set a, a two hours of your day apart to listen to us or even thinking about us. It, it really means the world to me. Um, like Gus said, you know, it means the world to us. Yeah, to, sorry, it means the world to us. Like Gus said, like this started as an idea, but you know, we shot the gun, and um, I'm excited that we got here, and I'm excited that this is the tenth episode, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I hope you guys had fun with us, and 
um, with everything going on out there, just be safe, you know, FaceTime your people. I've, I think I've like FaceTime like seven of my friends this weekend and it was great. Like it was a great time, like catching up with everybody. And it's kind of weird that, you know, we're catching up in this way, but it's cool. I love it. New normal. The new normal. But damn, 10, epi- 10 episodes, 10 episodes. We made it, bro. 10 episodes. I, you know, where's the champagne, Eddie? <laughs> Was that my job? <laughs> nah, you good. Um, but yeah, with all that being said, once again, we want to thank you guys for tuning in. Cruise Control Podcast is available wherever you guys listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, anywhere you guys listen to us. We really appreciate it. Follow us on our socials at Cruise Control Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And, um, you know, hopefully we'll see you guys on the next one. Um, yeah, just be safe. God bless and be smart for sure. Like really be smart. Who knows what's going to happen within the next month, but you know, hopefully things start looking up pretty soon. So for Eddie and Birdman and Gusto Kalel, I am Kid Cruiser. This has been the Cruise Control Podcast. We love you guys and we'll see you guys whenever. This is the Cruise Control Podcast. Recipes, Nipsey Hustle.